Hey, this is Russ Payton with Roleplaying Public Radio. We're playing Blue Planet today. Um, the <laughs> Recontact, the, the new edition that is, uh, should be on Kickstarter as we are posting this as you're listening to this. Uh, and the, the game's creator, friend of the podcast, Jeff Barber, is running it for us. And I believe the scenario is called Where the Wild Things Are. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me here. Appreciate it. And yeah, where the wild things are. Um, one of my favorite Blue Planet scenarios. Updated for the new recontact system. If there's a wilder job on Poseidon, you haven't found it yet. Part medic, part damage control engineer, part control uh, crowd control officer. As an emergency response team member, you're a hardcore technician, expertly trained in marine search and rescue. When you're not hauling unfortunates out of a sinking ship or flooding facility, you're training hard and eagerly awaiting the next emergency klaxon. It's been a slow couple of days, but that suddenly changed. Your crew is now outbound on what seems an unusually subdued call. The powers that be have clamped down hard on the details, and you've had little in the way of briefing. You've been assured that when you arrive at Down Home Station, you'll be briefed in full. Yeah, right. Sounds like you've already been briefed in bull. All right, I thought it might be worth it for each of you to introduce your characters with a little blurb. So if in sequence, top to bottom, we want to start, um, I think, with Ross playing mm-hmm. Severance. Hey, it's Ross Bait. No. Um, hey, uh, it's Ross, and I am playing uh, W, uh, Billy Severance. Uh, I guess W, I can have it. It'd, it'd be William. William? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, William, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I I was looking at the summary, not the, uh, the actual character sheet. Probably would have helped. Uh, I've been recently promoted, uh, and I'm inexperienced, but I'm definitely an able leader. Uh, however, as with many rescue jocks with me, it's always about the mission. Guys, we can do this mission. We can do it. I believe in us. So You said the word mission like 40 times in the last 60 <laughs> seconds. Hey, I'm, I'm very... I'm very professional here. And uh, so, yeah, I'm just excited to be a part of this and uh, to, to save some people and do some good. So, yeah. Oh, and I'm, and I'm human, uh, I think. Like, oh, no, transhuman. Sorry. You're transhuman. Yeah. yeah. But, but human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, I'm playing uh, Dr. Anuska Chopra. Uh, I am a field surgeon for the team. Uh, I am described as Dr. Doom uh, with the sole goal of altruism. Uh, I I would be too depressing and off-putting to be around if I wasn't so good at my job. Uh, I am uh, a osoform, so I'm adapted to the aquatic environment. Uh, I have a fair blonde complexion and a pixie cut, so I'm just imagining a weaponized aquatic Karen. Um, you're a yeah. <laughs> you're a you're a native Poseidoner, born and raised. Yes, so. which actually makes you a bit of an exception uh, on a GEO uh, emergency response team. Mm-hmm. Cool. Who do we got next? Ito. Hey, uh, this is Aaron Carson, uh, and I will be playing Kazu Ito, the electronics slash team liaison. Uh, for say the wirehead of the group. So anything else, you know. I will do the professor. I can wire anything into anything. <laughs> um, and apparently I'm one of the more social parts of the group. Uh, honestly, I'm kind of almost seeing this as the, the Tendo from Pacific Rim, just being really knowledgeable about all how all these work while trying to at least apparently get a data all the time. So that's me. Essie Delir. Yeah, this is Bill and uh, I'll be playing Esther, uh, Essie Delir. Uh, I am, 
apparently a uh, a human spliced with some gorilla DNA. So so that's fun. Um, <laughs> definitely getting into that. Oh man, uh, Game of Thrones reference lost me. But at any rate, you know, extra tall, extra big, apparently extra hairy. Which you know, I, I at least have personal experience with that. So that that's good. Uh, I'm. On loan from the Geo Warden Service, uh, assigned as a guide and regional liaison. And uh, I am still a bit of an outsider to the team, but uh, they have learned just how valuable I can be in, you know, outback situations. And last but certainly not least, Tom. Yes. Uh, this is Tom. I'll be playing Hotshot. I am a, uh, I'm an actual pilot whale, literally and figuratively. Like, basically, like... Uh, I uh, like the uh, is ironic that I'm the only geo pilot whale on Poseidon that is, but I find it funny and it's kind of a justification for for going full speed ahead. All right, so you guys ready to? Oh, sorry, dive in. No pun intended. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> sir, I think you intended that. <laughs> All right, you are outbound from Haven on a, about a 45-minute uh, fast VTOL flight to Down Home Station. Um, usually, you are getting an overload of information about what it is you are facing in a particular call. Uh, in this case, you have gotten very little other than um, a general download uh, into your Vs of um, what of Down Home Station itself and sort of the particulars of the facility and um, sort of the, the public record about, about it. Um, you've got about 45 minutes to sort of brief yourselves using this database. And to represent that in play, I'm gonna give you each a question about Down Home Station as you're flying outbound. Uh, and we'll, we'll address each of those in turn. Um, there is a public image, however, that kind of everybody on Poseidon is familiar with Down Home Station in one way or another. Mm-hmm. It is sort of the premier GEO uh, facility on the planet in that it sort of represents, or at least what GEO wants it to do, is represent um, their success and, and in colonizing the planet and in supporting and governing the colony effort. It is a small underwater city that is inhabited by about 20, well, just shy of 2,500 permanent residents with as many as 3,000 people living and working there at any one time. Um, and it is being pumped for all it's worth in terms of propaganda by the GEO, right? It's the sort of premier uh, scientific research facility on the planet. It is also their big social, their grand social experiment. Um, there are uh, actually two um, ComCor programs that are set there. There's a kind of a, a CSI-esque uh, marine science sort of flashy, sexy show that's filmed on site. Um, and then there's actually a, a kind of telenovela um, soap opera kind of story also filmed on site. Um, and, and these are fairly popular, of course, on the planet, but also back on Earth. And so even people back on Earth are familiar with Down Home Station because of, of this popular media. Mm-hmm. Um, GEO, you probably wouldn't know this as characters, but GEO is very uh, deliberate in trying to keep the image of Down Home Station as, as pristine and, and um, as effective as possible. So you are surprised when you get these <laughs> massive downloads. Uh, the files include everything from um, virtual walkthroughs of the entire facility to uh, staff rosters that describe jobs and, and, and um, 
the status of individuals on, on the site, uh, and then all the technical specs and all of the um, sort of logs that are associated with um, recent going ons on the on the um, at the facility. Mm-hmm. So to represent sort of this briefing that's happening only after you're underway, like mm-hmm. suspiciously only after you're underway. Um, I want to give each of you a question that you think could be relevant to whatever you're facing. You're told that um, Administrator Anderson will give you a full briefing upon arrival. Um, so there are some things, this is more of a, a sort of a, um, an active investigation into this data rather than detailed information about why you're headed there. Okay. Um, so that Anderson, uh, administrator Anderson is our contact. That's who we're basically our yep. job is to go report to him and that. Yep. that okay. Um, so I know my question is going to be like, what kind of problems has he has Anderson? Well, I assume it's a, he, well, I shouldn't, is it, is it, it is okay. actually this. Okay. Um, what kind of problems has he been dealing with at down home station? Like I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of like, what, like what would it would have been problems there in the past? Like, uh, uh, so yeah, like what, look at his reports. Uh, um, you, when you start thumbing through that stuff and you have your V has sort of some, some expert system mm-hmm. elements that will help you kind of process through that. So it's not like you're just reading file after file, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you can ask some query questions and it will consolidate information. Mm-hmm. You very quickly realize that in some ways he's a lot like a mayor of a small town. Mm-hmm but that one that has a lot more authority and direct control than a, uh, an elected mayor might because mm-hmm. he's assigned by a, a government agency. Um, and the problems are commensurate, right? The, there's everything from social issues uh, to technical ones. Uh, a lot of the science there, a lot of the, the facility itself is cutting edge. So mm-hmm. a lot of the, the science and engineering that's ongoing there is about the facility itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, ways to improve the quality of, of application of technology on the planet. Mm-hmm. So there's just this wide spectrum of the kinds of things you would expect there to be um, problems in a small town. Okay, um, but one but one that's full of some of the, the best minds in their field from okay. the solar system and beyond. Right. So there there's a lot of uh, sort of higher grade. Uh, social issues and certainly higher grade technical issues. Uh, there is a distinct lack of a pattern. It's not like you identify like a smuggling ring mm-hmm. or a series of serial murders or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it but it is widespread and surprisingly um, there are a surprising number of things going on that are kind of uh, whitewashed or at least not making into the public media. Okay. Um, but none of them appear to be like red flags, like, oh, repeated safety violations in this lab with, you know, not that they'd call in, not that they'd call in an ERT. That's the weird part, right? You guys usually come to like sinking ships and missing people Mm -hmm. and like fires at, at a facility or, or, you know, some kind of jungle plane crash. Okay. Um, it's weird that you're called out to a place that clearly, I mean, you can look at the data. There are safety officers there that have equal equal or better your training in, in their individual fields. Okay. And so as a town, it should be self-sufficient in that regard. So mm-hmm. that, that's probably the thing that you come away with thinking is most odd. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. The, yeah. So uh, a mystery. So my, okay, un- who's next? Yeah. 
Anyway, Sorry. Yeah. My theory is that it, this has to deal with VIPs and we're outsiders, so we're not going to, you know, be biased to one or the other. But that's because there's celebrities on there, you know, those shows. But mm. so just just looking at the map, I notice like this is basically built over a crevasse. Um, it is. So I kind of want to dig into the like ecological, geological things. Like I'm trying to poke around and see what like sort of bouncing off what you were saying, another version, like if we're getting called in, it is probably an outside context level problem, mm -hmm. like for their day-to-day -day operations. So like, yeah, what, what do we see in the like recent geological history? Um, what sort of, you know, I, and, and this is, this is more just me as a player, not knowing like, is the, is this a planet that exhibits any kind of megafauna where oh, yeah. you might be getting surprised by a giant squid? Uh, no, there there's mega megafauna. Um, okay. In a planet that is primarily water, uh, and it yeah. has a manipulated ecological history, there's going to be um, right wide diversity and great size. Uh, there have been there have been a few encounters, and they're pretty well documented. Um, those sometimes do make the news because they're flashy, and it's when they successfully manage it, it looks good, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there's been nothing untoward no pattern and nothing recent that um is even documented in the logs let alone been caught by the media okay okay hmm. all right um in the same vein uh with kind of bills looking at the the map uh i noticed that they have a fairly large hazardous storage area or kind of off to the side is that primarily just for the what would come off of the reactor or is there something else that might be more it's set to our attention uh well it's for anything that you wouldn't want trapped with you in an underwater facility right so okay. everything from chemicals to explosives that are used in geologic surveys um potentially uh, also you know biocontaminants um the react it's not storing waste from the reactor it's a it's a um fusion reactor so it's it's less hazardous Clean. anyway um but <laughs> But uh, no, it's 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 a well documented, and you have access to that uh, well documented um, storage facility. Uh, it does get a lot of attention, uh, and they invest in it being and attention in terms of administration and and safety protocols. So it's fairly um, and, transparent, and well, it appears to be the paperwork all seems in order, and you you could probably, assuming that there's no shenanigans going on, you could itemize what everything is currently being stored there. From the okay. documentation you have, yeah, just have to make sure that body that they have stored in there is actually, you know, legitimate. So. Right. Uh, um, I suppose as the pilot, <laughs> I'd want to know uh, what kind of like navigational and you know, hazards are around the place, like currents that could get dangerous, things like that. So it is in the open ocean. Uh, there's the closest um, exposed land is <laughs> probably 300 kilometers away. Uh, well, maybe a little less than that, 250 kilometers away. Um, it has uh, a very, uh, like I said, a lot of the technology here is is experimental and intentionally uh, designed as sort of cutting edge future colonization of the planet. There is a landing field that has a like a clamshell dome that closes over it and then retracts below the surface. Um, either either when there's no inbound flights or when the storms move through, you can imagine the kinds of cyclonic storms that come through uh, uh, in the equatorial region of an all water planet. Um, so they need protection from that. Uh, in terms of dominant currents, there is a, a strong current 
that is generally tidal that w- washes from uh, east to, to west through that crevasse. Uh, and in fact, there's a lot of power generation stations um, underwater, basically underwater windmills, so water mills that generate a lot of the power um, and a lot of experimentation going on that way. But nothing, nothing that you need to worry about. And right now, according to your sensors and the weather report, you've got clear flight. All right, groovy. Um, I have a question about how to read the map before I have like a character question. Uh, is the okay. reactor core at like 6,340 meters or is it just over? That's the bottom of the crevasse. So it's over the crevasse and the crevasse is that deep. Uh, all right. So my character question is, have they told me about how weird it is that we're going there? Like, do I realize that? Uh, you know enough about, um, I mean, you've been working with the ERT teams for a while. So yeah, I seem pretty experienced. Trail. Like, yeah, I, I know this is weird and then I shouldn't be ready for potentially 2,500 casualties. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You've, <laughs> in my you've one been, ambulance. Yeah. You've had to call in, in your role as a, um, wait, you're not the warden. You are the doctor. I'm the field surgeon. You're the doctor. Yeah. You're, you're a, a regular, uh, ERT member. So you know what you're supposed to be called in on. And this generally doesn't seem like it. You know, there's usually emergency and like bloodshed and like sinking vessels, that kind of thing. This is just seems way, this seems a little spookish to you guys. So um, is there any way I can call someone at the base that I would know while we're, before we get there? Like, yeah. Um, I think there's probably a good chance uh, that you know somebody. Let's uh, see if we can make a tutorial out of this a little bit. Okay. So um, look at your character sheet and mm-hmm. we I'll call yours up so I can see if I can coach you through. Um, what you usually want to do is roll a test against a skill set. Okay. Um, and the skill sets uh, as described are just general areas of expertise or training. And if mm-hmm. it's reasonable for that job or that training to give you a certain ability, then, and you can argue that, then you should be able to do that. So, um, I think you got GEO University. I think you certainly got to know somebody from school who is out there working now. Um, yeah. So, you, um, so, so if you can make a test against that, um, you do okay. know that person. You can you can contact them and and have a chat. So the way it works is you take the the uh, number that is to the left of that row, mm-hmm. and you add it to an attribute that you think applies in this particular case. So okay. um, either either cognition because it's associated with the university or um, or maybe insightful because you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy who's in my yeah. philosophy class or whatever. Okay. Um, you I'll add those do. two numbers together and then you roll a number of D10 based on the column uh, for that particular um, skill set. So, okay. your, so your university is general because so I'm a specialist in genetics and it's apparently like the center yeah. for that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, if you want to know, if you want to be a geneticist, yeah. Yeah, well, give, I'd like to call a three, geneticist. That would give you three dice. Okay, I'll do that. And you're so rolling against and so three dice, two plus, two plus uh, cognition aware. or insightful. So I was going to do aware, so four. Okay, okay. Yeah. Does that work? Yep. So I rolled three dice. Do and I all you need the, is one success, equal to or less than. Uh, and what, what, what number was I trying to beat four? Trying to beat four. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. They all did. Okay. okay. So it does matter. Um, it, 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 it rarely matters how, um, many successes you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does matter sometimes how good a success it is. Okay. Right. So if you ever get exactly what you need, that gives you a consequence. If you ever 
get five better than you need, then you get a narrative benefit or a plus two forward. Uh, if you get five less or five worse than you need, so if you fail by five or more, then there's a, essentially a critical failure and there's um, uh, mm-hmm. consequences for that. Um, so in this case, uh, you you know this person. Uh, how do you know him? Um, we met at a conference on genetics that was okay. held at Down Home Station. He was a speaker. Okay, so you've been there before. You've been to Down Home Station before. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. if I'm nice. a specialist in genetics, that would make sense, right? All right. Um, so you're going to just give him a call. Yeah. Um, R- Ravi, sure. All right. <laughs> um, the call goes through and then, um, there is a delay <coughs> that's a surprising, like you don't really, um, yeah, we all have like brain phones, right? <laughs> this team does essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he answers. He answers the phone. Uh, he, he and you know that's it's. I, I imagine in a way that's even beyond what we can do now. You you know who's calling and and mm-hmm. um, yeah and where from and that kind of thing. So he goes, "Hey, uh, Anuska, I I'm I'm surprised to hear from you." Hi, Ravi. I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm happy to hear from you, but I'm just surprised that out of the blue. Yeah, I'm I'm out on a call right now. I can't really talk. Um, we're actually headed towards you, but I don't know what I'm getting into. Uh, and they are being uncharacteristically vague uh, about the issue. I thought, you were, I thought you were a geneticist. Well, yes. I. It's not a spectator sport, Robbie. One has to play to <laughs> to, to participate in the anatomical arts. Uh, I, I am, uh, on call and going, okay. but if I'm not preparing for 2,500 casualties, uh, what? I am a little up in the air as to what, oh my I God. Should what, what, what happened? Nothing, what? nothing. And I know nothing happened that that's why I'm calling you. So I'm perplexed. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on at down home station that they would call me with so much urgency, but not tell me what I, should uh, be I, for. I just finished, uh, my lunch, uh, yeah, nothing going on. No alarms. No parts of the city shut down. None of that going on. Oh my God! What should should I? Are, are we safe? Is my family okay? Oh, Robbie, oh get, shit! I need I need to make a call. Hey, um, and you can tell that he's getting sort of that stutter that goes with someone who's not quite paying attention because they're running other yeah. things with their brain phone. Um, Ravi, you need to you need to pay attention. Come with me if you want to live. Focus up. All right, you're uh, gonna be oh, fine. Okay. I don't know what's happening. That's why I called you. Well, I don't think I'm not saying happening. anything is happening. I mean, at they all. run drills here all the time, and it's like second nature when the alarms go off and we do the things. But it, I, I just finished lunch. Yeah, so I, there's no I, I drill, nothing out. like that. No, then you should be you're, fine. You're, right, you're that doesn't okay. I. I don't Ravi, you're a medical professional. You really need to get it together, buddy. <laughs> like you you went to med school, you understand you, you deal with dangerous pathogens. You, you can handle this. Tell me that there's twenty three hundred people that have died. And no, then- I said there might be, and there weren't, because you told me there aren't. You're really just uh, okay, okay, I have to go. I have a job. Anyway, thank you for talking to me. I I hang up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> All right. Yeah. As far as you can tell, uh, life is normal. All right. Cool. Well, at least it's not like a 
hopefully like a dead space scenario where we go and the fucking walls are crawling with like nightmare genetic creatures. Uh, yet. No, that would uh, never yeah. happen. Third act. <laughs> yeah. That's not till Tuesday. You just leaned just like just a... right into the description of your character's affect, didn't you? You know, yeah. one, of the, one of the strongest rules of game mastering is give the players what they ask for. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm making notes. All right, fair enough. All right. Um, okay. Uh, who else had a question? Did we get through? I think we still had a couple everybody. people. Did we get through? Okay. I think yeah. Did, yeah. yeah. All right. So the... Flight is otherwise uneventful. You may, you pour through these files in, in what little preparation you feel like you can make. Hotshot, um, give me a piloting test, not so much to um, determine whether you can land a plane, because the plane can do that by itself, but um, just to give you a chance to, to you know, see how the mechanic works, but also to um, let me know if you're going to come in with any kind of flare or flash, or if you're going to be by the book. All right, so that's a pilot, so it's 3D10. Mm-hmm. And you would add that to whatever attribute you were using. I guess that would be coordination. Uh, that would be appropriate. And you are probably also, I'm assuming, jacked into the plane, so that's going to give you a plus two for essentially being the plane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> be the plane. So how many, how many dice is that? Uh, so it'll still be 3D10. It's just um, you get the plus two to the target I- number. Yeah, add two to your. Okay. So you're you're you've got a four. Oh, sorry, you've got um, a four for pilot, and you add that to um, coordination, uh, which in this case is a minus two. Or sorry, minus one, um, and you get a plus two for uh, being jacked in. So seven. Okay. And roll three d ten, and it's equal to or less than. Uh, yes. I got one at least. Okay. Um, so how do you want to fly in? You've got, you are inbound and oh, wait, it's no, open so ocean. Wait, it was it's added a, or less? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's all, it's th- I got all three. Okay. Um, so you are approaching this, what initially looks, comes up on radar as an island, but it turns a very tiny island or a rock outcropping. And it turns out to be this dome that's just sticking above the surface of the water. Um, you can see the, the clamshell portion of it is already beginning to close, um, as you approach, um, and you set down. So, uh, tell me, are you going to set down with flare, um, or are you going to do a kind of by the book approach? Well, if there's no emergency, then it's going to, it's going to be by the book. And if, if okay. shit was hitting the fan, then yeah, I would be, I'd be shredding it. <laughs> okay. So you, you come in very kind of, uh, I wouldn't say lazily, but, um, follow in the uh, tracking, uh, using the auto systems on the like, plane, like you just, set down. There's there's a, a robot on the ground, kind of doing the like equivalent of the orange sticks, and they're kind of pointing you towards this yellow triangle. Uh, you can already see ground crew coming to tow the plane into uh, a parking slot. Uh, and as the plane sets down, and you cut the engines, the clamshell closes over overhead, um, and somehow they're managing to still transfer the sunlight inside without any kind of transparent surfaces um and even before you have finished shutting down the engine you catch sight of a um a person walking across the tarmac across the deck towards you in that kind of classic 
Uh, you're walking so fast that you're almost jogging and then you, you break into a jog and then you kind of go back to walking because you don't want to look like you're running and then you're back to jogging again. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they're not used to hurrying. Okay, um, Hotshot, you also have to make a decision. Um, do you want to stay in the plane? You're actually in a, a cetacean cradle in the hangar, in the cargo bay of the plane, uh, which is essentially like a, a form-fitting crash couch that's essentially half aquarium. Um, or do you want to bail out into the ocean and be um, free to swim about? Uh, it's whatever uh, whatever the team leader wants me to do. Um, I think you should get out um, and at least look around. You can be our eyes in the water. Um, like we're probably they probably would not go to all this trouble to have us just leave. So um, yeah. Uh, all right. So I'll, I'll be out in the water looking around. Okay. So as as everyone's kind of grabbing their kit and walking down the boarding ramp in the back, there's the beep, beep, beep as your cradle like rides down the rail and out on the deck, bonds to an airlock, and essentially just ejects you out into the ocean. Um, as he does that, this person in an extremely expensive suit mm-hmm. comes like walk jogging up to you, mm-hmm. hand out, kind of looking at whoever's closest. I, and I step forward. I, okay. Uh, I'm Severance. I'm the uh, uh, ERT leader of this team. Uh, he, you can see that he wants to dive right into business and almost skips the pleasantries, but then kind of shakes your hand absently. Mm-hmm. And um, tie is loose. There's sweat stains on the collar. Uh, hair is kind of muffed, muscled, uh, tousled, and uh, they look kind of like a flop sweat. And they look around a bit anxiously. And say, oh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, please come with me. Okay. And begin leading you back across the tarmac, the same direction that he had just come. Who are you? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Administrator Anderson. Oh, uh, you are I, Administrator Anderson. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm really glad you're here. Uh, we really need your help. Uh, this isn't really the place to talk, however, so please, please come with me. Yes, of course. And uh, he is frustratingly silent, um, or, well, he mumbles and says a couple of other things, but you can't quite catch them as he leads you across the tarmac. Okay. Uh, um, Tom, you have a cicada, which is a small remote, a hover remote that accompanies the team. Um, it's probably a meter long. It's got little arms, cameras. Just like, and just like I can follow what they're doing. Yeah, you, you are there as, a, as, a, as an actor in that, in that space as well uh, through your remote. Cool. Um, Okay. Um, <clears throat> nothing appears like as we're looking around down home. Nothing appears to be out uh, out of normal. Like yeah, and the ground crew doesn't seem to be hurrying. There's you hear a public announcement of um, Square Dance Club or something going on tonight. <laughs> um, Burn it to the ground. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, he leads you in through a, a nondescript exit. Mm-hmm. down some utilitarian hallways that become more and more sort of comfortable and plush mm-hmm. carpets, native woodwork, some artwork, and then into what's clearly administrative section. Uh, and then and you can track all this in the files you were downloaded. You've got uh, internal map now that you can tell where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then what, into what number are we at in the map? So you are in the, you are still in number one. Okay. So the circular space in the middle is the is the bubble, and the bubble, uh, the home where you guys land, 
Mm-hmm. It's actually, you can feel it being retracted as you walk and it's coming down into its position in the, the larger facility. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just pass into, uh, like I said, the administrative wing. Okay. And uh, you are led right past his, apparently his reception area into a dark wood panel office um, that is dominated by a big uh, hemispherical window that has the same incidence of refraction as salt water. So it looks like the water is just being suspended um, out from empty space. Uh, it's probably 10 meters across. So it's this huge blue glow rippling effect out into the open ocean. You see fish swimming by. Mm-hmm. Um, you see other uh, marine life, the ripple of the surface of the water. gives the whole dark wood space kind of this um, unique uh, glow. Okay. Um, so that looks uh, expensive. Yeah, it's definitely the, 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 the material itself is some kind of, uh, experimental substance that, um, would probably be m- more than, than your team's collective salary, uh, to replace for the year. Um, he, he goes over to the desk, he starts to, s- to sit down on the front of the desk and he stands back up again and he like rearranges <clears throat> and sits back down again. <clears throat> and he says, um, well, I, I guess I'll just, I'll just start. Uh, so they're missing and we need to find them before, um, well, before it becomes public knowledge. Um, it's, I'm sorry, it, it's the children, the, the kids, they're, they're, they're not in their classroom. Um, and all right, let me, <clears throat> let me back up. Um, I'm sorry. It's just been a really, um, really rough couple of hours. Um, so this afternoon, we discovered that our uh, kinder class, the socialization class for the for the five year olds, they they're missing. Um, they're not. We can't find them. And you've got to understand, in an underwater facility, that's impossible. Um, especially with the surveillance that we have access to. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know if this is some sort of uh, prank, if this is some kind of uh, maybe maybe some sort of uh, industrial espionage uh, or political intrigue against Geo. We can't take that risk, and 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 so we felt it was important, uh, necessary actually, that we brought in someone from the outside that had no connection whatsoever to um, some of the politics of this place, uh, and and the people that are here uh, so that your priority could be the kids. And well, our own safety patrol has been unable to locate them, um, but they are currently the only ones aware of the situation. Classes are supposed to be over in about, you can see consults the time in his head, uh, about 45 minutes. And uh, once that happens, um, families are going to know and things are probably going to uh, go from bad to worse. Are the teachers um, Missing as well? No. Well, the teacher, uh, here, let, maybe it's easier to, to just show you. Mm-hmm. He shows you a um, holographic clip of a security camera and a young woman coming out of um, coming out of a doorway, a bulkhead doorway, into a hall looking confused. And she looks up the hall, looks down the hall. She moves down the hall. You see her talk. Some other people come out of other rooms, and she talks to them for a minute. She goes back up the hall. Um, then back into a room and then back out 
And then you can tell that she's, she's calling and then he cuts the clip and he goes, so that's their teacher. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a story, but she fell asleep. She woke up. She said the class was gone. She called us. She's, she, she panicked. She uh, kind of became inconsolable. She's currently in the medical wing under sedation. Um, But we can arrange for you to speak with her um, if you need to. Um, I, is there an administrator perhaps that we could talk to? Uh, absolutely. Um, and I'll, I can put you in touch with them. In fact, hey, Apex, and you hear this kind of nondescript, very uh, reassuring, um, genderless voice say, yes, administrator. Um, and he says, please identify the individuals here in my office, give them full access at A level um, and facilitate any of the requests that they make. Uh, he says, of course, administrator. And then you all get essentially a message saying that you have been included in Apex A-level security mm-hmm. um, and that they are at your service. Um, <laughs> another one of the stories that you always hear about Down Home Station is that it's run by an AI. And some people think that's awesome and other people think that's you know going to end the world. The truth is in the world of Blue, of Blue Planet, there is no such thing as actual AI. Mm-hmm. There's just expert, expert systems. They haven't really achieved what we think of as pure AI yet. Strong um, AI. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, so um, you now have access not only to the files you brought with you, but uh, a, a very fast thinking um, processing um, genius that can answer your questions and help you navigate the facility and um, navigate personnel if you need to. Um, so, um, what, what, what would you like to do first? Um, I mean, are you going to go, you, you can split up, we can show, I mean, whatever you're, you're the experts, please tell me how to proceed. Ito should get into the security system while someone goes to the classroom to check it out. I should get with the administrator so we can make up a story to the parents and buy ourselves more than 45 minutes. That would be my suggestion. Of course, it's up to you leader. Uh, yes, we need to reconstruct. Uh, we, yeah, we actually, uh, needing more time is actually the most important thing right now, uh, to forestall a panic. So, um, if any of you have ideas on why kindergarten class- contact the administrator and get that prepared okay. uh, until you have a body for me to work on. Yeah. Extended field trip. Well, let's be a little more optimistic about that. Um, you yeah, can- definitely. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go find that admin. Actually, um, Dr. Hollow, <laughs> uh, I would like you to examine the uh, teacher to see if she's been uh, drugged aside from the sedation. Um, or if I any- will head over there right after I get the admin. Okay. Working on our lobby. Um, um, we need to reconstruct the timeline of when the kids uh, appear or when, like, what is the last known footage of them, uh, record of them, and then uh, go from there. But, um, yeah, eat, uh, uh, eat uh, Possibly else, uh, something I might suggest is to also look into see, like, in the parents of any of the kids and if they have particular connections that might make them, well, exploitable as hostages if necessary. Um. Yeah, uh, I, I would get on that. Uh, Essie, can you, uh, how about you and I go to the uh, actual uh, scene of the crime classroom? and see, yeah, classroom, yeah, and see if thinking. we can uh, find anything. Um, Hotshot, um, I guess you should look outside to see if there's been any signs of, uh, um, they if see if the kids have been transported outside of the, what what module are they in? What, what section of down home were, were the classrooms in? So do you see where the number four in the habitat 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the habitat. So if you yeah. went north of the actual digit number four mm-hmm. until it intersected the the edge of that structure, mm-hmm. that's about where the the this classrooms are, and they're on the outside wall okay. so that they can have views out into the water. Okay. Um, so, no problem. I'll go take a shifty over there. See yeah, just see. see if you can figure out if they've if there's been any traffic outside of Habitat Dome that could have transported that many kids. Um, because we need to establish, are they still inside the habitat dome or not? Um, are they hiding or have they been taken somewhere to a secondary location? Um, so, uh, when, when you say that, mm-hmm. uh, are you guys still in administrator Anderson's office? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He says all, all of our residents are, are implanted with, uh, a chip, uh, so we can monitor biosignal and, and know where they are at any given time. It's a safety protocol mm-hmm. in case the facility is compromised. Um, they're they're not here okay and they just well it's not just that they went somewhere they they just aren't here look apex and apex um downloads to each of you um a file a link to a file that is a sort of reconstructed um more than a timeline but it's Mm -hmm. it's it's a multimedia access to what happened over the last period of time since the kids were last seen Mm -hmm. and then fast forwards to this particular part that shows the data from all of these chips all 2300 of them on the facility Mm -hmm. um and those particular kids identified Mm -hmm. and they just sort of disappear it's not they don't wink out they just sort of it's almost as if some sort of static which isn't really a thing anymore yeah um kind of interferes with them and then they're gone Okay. And they were in the classroom when that happened. Okay. Um, that was approximately approximately two and a half hours ago. Okay. Well, we can't rule out that they aren't in the habitat dome because they could have. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah. There okay. are ways to interfere with that. The chip there, are, yeah. they can be even be removed. Um, but that is a it is something that you know overhearing what you're saying. They're they're sharing that data with you. Okay. Um, but yeah, so. Ajad, try and figure out if there have been any vessels that have left the Habitat Dome that could have transported how many kids? 23? Uh, uh, 11. 11, sorry. Uh, 11 kids in, in that two and a half hour time frame and, or see if there's any you know, physical evidence. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, team break. And uh, I think you all have your assignments. <laughs> Let, let's go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. So, in order of operations, um, I think so you, you and um, SC. Severance, Severance and Essie are headed down to the classroom, to the classroom itself, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Ito is getting into the security footage. Mm-hmm. That's correct, to review okay. and see if I can find any information. Hotshot, you're um, doing a traffic analysis. Yep, checking the exterior. And Chopper, you're going to speak with the administrator. Yeah. Okay, so the two that would happen in order of operations faster um, would be access to the security stuff. And depending on what questions you have, would um, may take less time or more time. Okay. Uh, and then access to to traffic. So I'll just start with traffic. Hotshot, you see, um, this is a busy place. Even without the research subs that are that are part of daily traffic here, mm-hmm. uh, and then delivery ships and that kind of stuff, there are is an army of robotic maintenance and and aquaculture um, devices. There are little scrubbers that run around on the outside of the facility, cleaning algae off of windows and scrubbing down um, buildup of sea creatures. There are security drones that are just monitoring the area with echolocation and visual. There are 
uh, lots of different agricultural projects, or sorry, aquacultural projects that are underway. And most of those are shepherded or farmed by robots or drones. Um, and so there are probably almost a thousand different pieces of, uh, tra- of the traffic pattern uh, at any given time. So pretty uh, you have access. Someone could, someone could pretty unlikely someone could sneak out of here on the outside. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it might be likely. Because, I mean, let me back up. You have access to the to the actual data, and being a pilot, it's something that you can kind of grok with pretty easily. You also have access to programs that will help you anal- analyze it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, being a cetacean and having your own echolocation, you have a much better three D understanding of this environment than any of your peers would, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can dive into that data, um, but it will take some time to kind of piece out any patterns or any exceptions to those patterns. Well, right? I, I appear to have time, so I'm going to get to it. Yeah. I okay. mean, go I ahead, mean, go ahead and give me a piloting test, uh, in preparation for that. Uh, and then hold that number in your head. Okay. Severance, you had a comment to make? Um, well, I mean, the main thing is to think that they we're, we're going to assume that the kids are being kept together. Um, that they're not being split up. So look, only look for vessels that are, can ha- support at a minimum 11 kids. Um, so that would narrow it down, you know, like a scrubber, a physical, a small scrubber bot or whatever, or a one man sub can't carry 11 kids. So, um, okay. Ito, what's your first, um, engagement with the security information going to be? Um, I want to take a look at the specific footage. Is they uh, is the footage that we have only from the hallway, or do they actually have cams or other uh, options that are in the classroom? <clears throat> so there is plenty of data from the classroom, but no visual data. So okay. the location data from the classroom, it you you would recognize this from other situations that you are familiar with. It's just a, a privacy issue, right? People aren't psyched to have their little kids stared at all day in a in a classroom, right? Okay, so um, the trackers so, are the only thing that they are really well. There. The trackers, are, the present trackers are there, but there's lots of other security data. Like when does a hatch open? When does a hatch close? When was a hatch locked? Um, okay, what what was happening in the HVAC system? You have access to all the the scrubbers in the HVAC. You have access to the function of the HVAC. You have life support uh, data. You have all that stuff that would be fall under the umbrella of facility security. Because it's not just security against some sort of human threat. It's security in terms of the environment and, and the facility's structure and function itself. Okay. Um, could I then make an operations rule to see if there is anything uh, off about that or anomalous to what would normally be the station's operation in this area? Yes. Okay. So let's see. It says, I, I, if I'm reading this correctly, I have a plus three to that, correct? Through, um, I guess, your operations and... is a three, and then you pick an to it. Logical probably a good one. Okay. So that makes a five, and then you with operations you roll three d ten. Three d ten. Gotcha. So. Right. So it needs a five or less. Yeah. On each one. Is yeah. that okay? Well, no, so on, on any one. Uh, okay. So I so I'm trying to hit under the number of five or less. E- so. Equal to or equal to or less than. Yeah. Equal to or less. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's one. You only need one success because as you go left from from general to core to specialty, you get better at it. Mm-hmm. So you have more dice okay. to represent that higher okay. aptitude. Uh, that's and I'm going with five or less, so I got one success. Okay, or no, it's going to take you. It's going to take you a little while, but mm-hmm. hold that thought, and we'll come back to you, uh, Doctor Chopra. Are you going to call this person, or are you going to go meet him face to face? I'll call him and tell him to meet me urgently at the school. Okay, so you say at the school, and then the moment you say that, 
a uh, yellow line comes essentially AR and it guides you out into the hallway and shows you which door to go through and you can trace this line all the way down to the school. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you're going, you, you call this person. Um, they answer the phone and you can tell immediately that they know what's going on. Um, and when you identify yourself, they say, oh, thank God. Um, so how can I help? Uh, I'm going to need you to make a oh, statement. Oh, and you're talking to a, a Miss Click. Miss Click, I will need you to make a statement to the parents immediately. Uh, Administrator Anderson said I, I was to keep it quiet. Um, you, you were until this moment, and now you are receiving new instructions? Okay, uh, I can help. Uh, the statement say? should be something to the effect that uh, you, and, <coughs> as a surprise to the children, arranged for a real-life contact uh, on lesson on safety from a out-of-station ERT team that you brought in using influence as a surprise. That is why it will take longer for them to get home. However, you will be providing them transportation so that they may be home later tonight. Uh, uh, okay. You uh, wait, wait, wait. didn't can want you, to spoil the surprise. Can you see that middle the, part again? Just I am an ERT physician, and we have brought in a special ERT uh, rescue team. You are doing a special seminar on safety as a surprise for the children to get them civically engaged and teach them safety lessons. As such, they will be home okay. late today. I, I can do. I can do that. Um, we'll just delay pickups, and I, and she starts saying like. The routine of the day starts getting modified in her head, and it's comforting because she knows the routine of the day and starts talking mm -hmm. through that. Um, and I, personally, I find it ironic that the person who's trying to reassure parents is the one who has decided <laughs> that their character is the least reassuring amongst the group. Oh, I'm um, telling someone else. To reassure <laughs> uh, 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 so you so can I, do that, right? Correct. I, I can do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll send out a notice. Uh, compose one now and, and send it immediately. Um, All right. Uh, send me a copy of that email. We'll how much are our files? When, when should I tell them that they're coming back? You should not. But well, they're going to ask. I got to give them some time. Uh, you should make up a time, and then if I mean, it is being later, you, you should push it. as long as you can. Okay, I'll push this. Miss Click, as I can. if I don't I know it, what happened it. exactly, but if I don't figure out what happened, any chance of you having a career is effectively gone. <laughs> it is in your best interest for you to delay. The arrival of those children at home, yeah, well, as long as humanly possible it, through so your career. I get it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Fine. Understood. I'm going to the hospital now. Be right. in touch. Um, she, yeah, maybe five minutes later, by the time you get to the hospital, you get this message that is passable. Let's, let's see how good a job she does. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't really keep the like anxiety out of her voice, but uh, it doesn't. It doesn't immediately track to my kids are in trouble. Okay. Um, it's more like, wow, she's not good in front of a camera or something. Surprise um, <laughs> field trip. Yeah. Um, which, is gonna, which is going to twig a few people because the way things happen here. Yeah. Trip in the planning stage. And yeah. But she, she leans heavily on the surprise thing mm -hmm. and how it's been. And she, she starts throwing Administrator Anderson under the bus immediately <laughs> by saying it was approved by Administrator Anderson and being tracked by, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fine with me. I'm a okay with that. Uh, yeah, we got our minutes. That's what we needed. Yeah. I'm off to go uh, dissect. I mean, talk to uh, <laughs> teacher lady. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you guys follow a uh, a similar yellow line to mm -hmm. the school wing. Um, it's 
it's a school wing in that it's, you know, it's, it's the future where school is different than it is now. Mm-hmm. Not everything you learn classroom. Um, and uh, as we've learned over the last few months, there's lots of things that can still be done when you're not together as a class. Um, but there are, it's still recognized that the socialization aspect of school is very important, especially for the younger ages. Mm-hmm. And this part of the educational program is all for the younger kids and primarily that socialization piece. Mm-hmm. So you walk into the hallway and standing outside of the classroom into which the glowing yellow line turns is a guy in a safety officer's uniform. Um, and they're essentially like, they call them safety officers, but they're a combination. Well, they're kind of like you, but they are the local version. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like maybe FBI versus local lo- local police, mm-hmm. you guys versus these guys, right? And he's standing out front, kind of, not at any kind of rigid guard, but when you come around, his head snaps up and he kind of looks around like, oh, hey, there's somebody here. Mm-hmm. Gotta do my job. Um, and then you approach the door mm-hmm. and he goes to stop you. But then you hear um, through your interlink uh, apex tell him to stand down that these you're authorized to enter. Mm-hmm. And he just says, oh, glad you're here. Um, and he starts telling you, trying to make what he was doing, standing out here, sound important. Um, <laughs> and you can ask him questions or ignore him as you see fit. But he continues to try and tell you as he follows you into the classroom. Okay. Um uh are there so we go into the classroom um are there any other in, exits in or out of this room other than the door there there is not so okay let me give you a, a quick tour and then you can ask questions about it okay you're standing in the doorway mm-hmm. to your immediate left is a small kind of glass cubicle mm-hmm. right like the the low glass wall where the teacher has a desk and and some supplies or whatever she doesn't want the kids interfering with mm-hmm. Um, to the middle left is a, uh, row of, uh, windows. They're not quite the fancy, um, uh, optically invisible glass of the other one, but they are little domes. See that they pushed out so that, uh, you can actually sit in them if you're a little kid and there's some of them have pillows and you can see immediately that they are grubby about halfway up, just slimy little greasy hands have like <laughs> touched on the glass. And so it's hardly transparent on the bottom, bottom part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, beyond that to the far wall is a big, well, for a kid, it's, it's kid height for a little kid, mm-hmm. but maybe waist high to you, um, a long smart board, probably four meters long wall, um, smart wall where the kids have clearly been drawing and mm-hmm. doing things with, um, and it's the kind of thing that you would have your own account in. A kid could save their work or or download files and you can uh, look okay, at a book. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, okay. it's like, a, it's like a, a big interface that they can learn mm-hmm. um, tactical skills, uh, tactile skills. Okay. Um, I'm going to go tactical. Adjacent to the windows. Yeah. Um, uh, the room is kind of narrow, but on the, uh, but then on the right side is um, like linoleum covered like wet work area. Mm-hmm. You can see like finger painting stuck to the wall and like, the kind of crayons and the equivalent on, on a little, little kid sized chairs. Um, and then the closer to you on the right hand side is a, a play area. It's carpeted, there's pillows, there's toys in neat little box in neatened up in little boxes and, and um, plastics on shelves and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the floor um, are 11 little um, 
sleeping mats all rolled out, mm-hmm. like little yoga mat style, um, kindergarten nap time mats, and um, neatly stacked next to each well, sort of neatly stacked. Imagine little kids doing this, but mm-hmm. a pair of shoes next to each one um, laid out on the floor. Okay. Um, SE, uh, do you have, I mean, we both need to search the room, um, and sort of figure out like if they, they, there've been any covert, uh, exits like a, you know, uh, a ventilation duct or something that has been repurposed to, you know, lure kids out or, or, uh, kidnap kids. Um, I'm going all to, you have, all you have to do is say ventilation duct okay. to Apex and, and Apex will give you, um, well, will lead you to that particular part of your yeah. Uh, yeah. system download. And you'll see that there are several HVAC um, entrances and exits, you know, vents mm-hmm. near the ceiling on the right-hand wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are too small for a, a, okay. a kid to so there's physically no exits uh, outside of the doorway that the kids can come in or out of. There, uh, unless someone put a secret one in the floor or... Well, that's what I'm going to look for, I guess. Yeah, uh, okay. so, but there do not appear to be and, okay. uh, and any other active systems. I mean, you can imagine an underwater facility has all kinds of sensors built into the structure mm-hmm. for any kind of uh, damage or any kind of um, activity so that if you were to cut or drill a hole in the wall, mm-hmm. the main computer would know this unless somehow you were spoofing it. Well, exactly. Like, I mean, the system's already being compromised, right? I mean, their trackers right. no, are... I'm, it, I'm it, telling you that it can yeah, happen, yeah. but to do it, they would have to spoof the computer. Yeah. Um, so... Which, considering there's already a static blast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's just physically eliminate it. It shouldn't take us too long to, to look through... Uh, the floors to see if that's happened. Um, so I guess salvage tech to, to see if that works. Yeah. Uh, or if anything else has been sort of, uh, done surreptitiously. So I guess I'd use, uh, observant for that. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and so I got two ones, so that, that definitely succeeds. Um, salvage tech would be two observant would make it four. Yeah. So you made it by four Yeah. or made it by three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you can, you convince yourself that there is no secret exit that is okay. large enough to take a, to, to take a kid. Okay. To fit a kid. Um, that's got to eliminate all the possibilities. So, um, Essie, what are you thinking? So, um, I want to take a different tack from just like eliminating possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to think about this in terms of how I would do it. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to do this, um, basically, I'm trying to get in on on my role for predator behavior. Okay, <laughs> that's literally like understanding wildlife and that kind oh, of. Predator. Okay, well, um, fine then. but uh, maybe but I not. Would, I, I like uh, your I like where you're going with it, so I can give it to you. Okay. Okay, um, and then how about how about aware? Because like this to me, this is about like you know reading the situation right sure. like like I'm, I'm just trying to turn this into tactics basically sure that's so perfect. um okay so that means i will be rolling against do to do to do predator behavior is on three so i'm looking for fives and rolling three. and i'm gonna give it it's a minus two remember because of the penalty for actually being perfectly applicable okay well in that case i miss uh i don't find any threes yeah you don't know how you would do it 
You're like, if you yeah. wanted to, if you wanted to kidnap these kids, the only way you can take them out through the door and well, spoofing their chips and then take them out through the right. door, mm-hmm. which you already well, know what's happened. So, I mean, I kind of want to, there, there were two things going on uh, that I wanted to deal with here. That was, that was my first blush. Okay. And then like, I just, um, <laughs> so just reading off the character sheet here, uh, I have enhanced smell. Mm. You do. So, so one, I want to, I just kind of want to take a survey of the room from a smell perspective. Like, you know, okay. it, essentially, one, do I pick up any kind of a trail that would suggest. So, so this is like, a good chance to do an actual attribute test instead of a uh-huh. skill set test. So uh, you can use aware because that seems applicable. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you get a plus two for having the enhanced smell. So it's, um, and so then that's going to put me roll. on a net of seven. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you add the five to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you roll. Um, well, no, it should be more than that. So five plus two plus your plus two for, for the enhanced smell mod. Oh, so okay. You're actually okay. At a nine. So, so nine. You're actually at a All nine. right. Because yeah. when you do an attribute test, the base is always a five, and then you add or subtract your attribute from that base target number. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then roll one die. Cool. One die. Okay. Guess what? It was less than nine. (laughs) (laughs) It smells like kids in here. Um, You, it smells, there's that unique smell of, of toddlers. That's a combination of like the soap, the soap that might've been used on them the night before, but Mm -hmm. like whatever food that they've still got on their hands and Mm -hmm. their stinky little shoes. And, and uh, you know, some of them may still be having trouble with potty training um, so you get, you get all of that fragrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh-huh. clear that they, and it's layered up cause you can tell that it, some of it's fresh and some of it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also smell, uh, that, like that, that, that you everyone still remember that smell of like tempura finger paints when you were a little kid mm-hmm. or, or glue, like it, mm-hmm. you know, how our, our minds yeah. hold on to smells. Yeah. So there's a lot oh, of, yeah, that we all know what glue smells like. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of that in the room too. Um, are you trying to track it anywhere in particular? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see if it goes anywhere, like, uh, instead of like just the general waist high miasma of the floor, like right. if there's a, if there's a panel on the wall where there's a sudden condensation of toddler smell. All right. So I got it. I, <laughs> I, I have to point out. So it, as a, as a hybrid, you are mm-hmm. subject to a lot of racism. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is also what people would call the good natured racism where they're making you know, even your mm-hmm. monkey, you know, monkey girls or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so how you deal with it is up. To you. But there is that moment where you start to crouch down and sniff along the floor where you realize you are just playing into like all of the sort of joking and not so joking stereotypes. Um, but you, you know, smell shoes, you smell sweat on the mats because the mats don't probably get cleaned enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you catch an odd odor, one that you didn't expect, salt water. Mm-hmm. And it's not salt water alone smell, but actual ocean water has a very particular smell because of the organic components. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you sniff along the floor and realize next to one of the mats is a stuffed uh, orca, mm-hmm. um, little plushy. Uh, mm-hmm. And you poke it, and it's sopping wet. And you realize the carpet around it is is also wet, as if it was, you know, used as a sponge and then dropped on the floor. 
Uh, okay. Well, I'm yeah, definitely going to communicate that. Okay. Uh, examine that panel in more detail. Like, um, does the water? Is it just in that panel area? Uh, it's just a, well, it's just the carpet. There's okay. a little carpet. Okay. That, that like, what do they call that? Uh, indoor, outdoor, all-purpose, kid-proof mm-hmm. carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, but that panel does not look like it's been, I don't know, turned into a fuck water lock. Air, uh, nope, it's yeah. just wet and a little circle, huh. a little spongy ring around the, about the, around the plushie. Uh, okay. You can poke it and taste your finger and it tastes like salt water. Okay. Um, okay. Hotshot. We're going to jump to you. Okay. Um, you are uh, looking at this, this traffic. What, what are you trying to suss out of it? And did you succeed in your pilot test? Yes, I got two. Okay. Um, what are you trying to figure out from it? Uh, you know you're given instructions to eliminate anything that couldn't carry kids, which honestly is probably about 85 to 90% of the, the current traffic, mm. or at least the traffic going back to the time period in question. So, yeah, looking for vehicles and whatever that could transport that number of kids. Also, and also maybe a spot where they could have been loaded. Okay. Um, you discover two things. There is a, a, uh, supply ship, an actual like circus ship that left in that window of time, left the facility. Uh, It was not a submersible. It left from the, from the primary loading dock. Uh, and there was no apparent underwater traffic that docked within an hour either way of the disappearance. Hmm. So it's very likely this this vehicle that did it. At least if it was Well, vehicle. it's the only only track that you can find that could have done it. Okay. Um can is, I, can I, assu- we're assuming that they've been taken I mean that that assumes that they've been taken from the dome. Um mm-hmm. which we now think is more likely because we're finding ocean water so somebody um yeah uh who could have been coming from a ship uh came and grabbed the kids and picked up the plushie or used it to dry themselves off yeah except there's there's no trail right there's just a circle yep yeah you um did a test to see if there was any sort of anomaly in the classroom Mm -hmm. in the security document security logs in the classroom around that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And did you succeed? Uh, Yes, I did succeed. Okay. Um, (laughs) You dig, you dig through it. Um, You find nothing in the footage. Uh, You run a couple of programs that you have access to that verify that the footage has not been tampered with in as much as that's possible. Mm -hmm. And there are expert ways to do it that are virtually undetectable. But as far as you can tell, the footage is genuine. Um, You, can't get anywhere with the logs on their chips. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with the recording equipment, right? With the, sorry, with the track, with the tracking uh, logs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not until you get to life support that you find anything anomalous. Mm-hmm. And even then it's pretty trivial, but have lacking any better lead. Mm-hmm. This is what, what you got. Um, there are obviously in an underwater facility, very sophisticated life support components. Uh, and one of those is a filtration system that takes any kind of airborne particles slash chemicals, gases, that kind of thing through uh, a cleaning processor, 
in multiple stages throughout the facility. Um, and there is a tiny little blip that isn't really even, it, it just marginally out of normal function uh, in those scrubbers in the outflow from this classroom okay. with about a five minute period on either side of the moment when the chips disappear. Um, could that be used as a possible exploit to access other systems or to basically make it look like nothing else is wrong just with, with that? Well, just, just to be clear, what it's telling you is filter something from the air. Yeah. Oh, okay. At that moment. Remember Um, that the teacher just went to sleep while she was teaching the class. So she got fucking gassed or something. It's just, yeah. And and it's sophisticated enough to tell you what it is. Usually be like, oh, the, you know, the life support oxygen, nitrogen balance is off. Or mm-hmm. someone um, is doing a chemistry experiment and now there's ammonia that's in the air and mm-hmm. we're scrubbing it out. This uh, has been logged as unidentified. Okay. Is, is, uh, can we extract a sample from that so Dr. Chopra can uh, test it? Uh, someone physically could go and pull it out. Okay. Um, okay. So it'd still be in the filter that we could actually grab it. Okay. okay. So Dr. Chopra, you are in the medical bay. Um, yes. You flash your credentials mm-hmm. um, and the person's like, can, can I help you? I need to see the patient. Uh, which one? We've got a bunch here. <clears throat> I say your name. Are you, Whatever are the you name family? Of the was. Yeah. Are you family? Uh, no, I have a level security clearance. Oh, oh, and then vital to the function. Apex steps in and, and clears it, and the person kind of nods. Um, you almost see an eye roll a little bit um, as the computer steps in and sort of says, ignore protocol. Um, but uh, you are led into a back room, um, mm-hmm. and there is a nurse sitting with a middle-aged woman who uh, is in bed. She's not unconscious. She kind of, her eyes slowly roll over to see you uh, as you walk in and look at you as you walk in. Um, she has that look on her face like she's been crying, uh, but is in the moment seems relatively calm. Uh, I am just going to instantly start reviewing her chart. Okay. Um, what are you looking for specifically? Um, her name is St. Uh, John. Yeah, um, so just basic stats, blood ox, uh, toxicity report. Did they run anything like that? So it's a real-time chart, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's really just data that you access by requesting it. Um, yeah. And you see that at the moment, there is absolutely nothing wrong with her other than elevated chemical levels associated with anxiety and stress. Can I flip um, back in time to when she was admitted? You can. Um at that time, there seems to be uh, – it's, it's odd because there seems to be competing physiological responses to, um, to uh, subduing her, her normal function. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there's antagonized – body's trying to antagonize function, right? So her body's trying to get upset, but something is – preventing her from being upset or trying to calm her down. Like she's been so sedated. Some form of anesthetation then? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's odd because, because there's no, um, there's nothing on the talk, talk for that. Yeah. And well, they also came up with an unidentified chemical, but the report continues to, um, 
say is as they sampled it, the chemical was rapidly oxidizing and disappeared while they were working on it. So they got only a partial analysis. Hmm. Was there any indication as to an injection point, like where it would have been? They didn't like, actually did it have sugar. It? Did it have sugar in it? So like, was it possibly ingested? Was it, um, introduced? They, they didn't look needle? for an injection point. Um, I ass- I assume there would got to be some way for them to be able to just do a generic test. If they thought, if they expected drugs, they would have done part of the top screen. I'm going to say that they were able to detect concentrations, excessive concentrations in her lungs as mm. if it was breathed in and then went from, okay. went from there to her, to her mm. bloodstream. Um, okay. Uh, I guess I'll question her. Uh, hi, I'm Dr. Chopra. Uh, I am from the ERT response chain and a Ooh. licensed field surgeon. I'm here okay. to investigate you. How are you feeling? I'm going to do the full, like, I'm a, in the eyes, you know, doctor. I'm a dizzy. Uh, really mm-hmm. worried about the kids. Have you found them yet? Uh, we have not, but we are where, working currently. Where could they go? I'm sorry. I didn't. That's what I need to see. So I need to know exactly what you were doing on your lesson plan that day. What was uh, going on currently during the day? They were taking, they were taking a nap. I mean, it was nap time. They had lunch and they were. Her eyes. Just, kind of, uh, I just want you to imagine. Okay. I'm going to do trauma up. therapist. Okay. Uh, I want you to imagine what it said on your calendar. Just describe what you see on your calendar and the lesson plan for today. Describe what happened. What was the plan? Give me a trauma uh, therapist test. We'll see whether you can get good stuff from her, panic stuff from her. Uh, So that would be uh, my three at that level and then two for insightful. Um, So beneath the five. On 3D10, I just want to make sure I understand this is uh, trauma counselor. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you are three plus whatever insightful would be great. So that's a five. So and in the specialty column, you're rolling three dice. Yeah. So I got okay. So five or under, and I'm looking for one success. Mm-hmm. I got a four, a three, and a five. So cool. Okay. Um, you managed to sort of cut through the haze to something she is really familiar with. Yeah. I'm trying to reframe right. into something away uh, from the emotional less, conversation. Lesson yeah. plan. Well, it was, it was nap time. And then we were going to do art after, um, they, they've really been into, they're always into sea creatures. Um, and we were, we were going to do some, some nap time's a good time to grade though, or prep a lesson plan. Right. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I don't do a lot do of grading. They're pretty young. Yeah, you know? that's good. So, what what did you plan on doing today during that time? What were you doing? Uh, well, I had lunch. I don't get to eat when they're when they're eating. You know what it's like. I got yeah, I do. Clean uh, spills and they get all over. And I installed a gland in myself that I don't I don't need anymore. <laughs> it just secretes. Uh, but I understand what that's you that's sad. Eating yeah. eating is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I, I, um, yeah, I, I was, I think I fell, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. I, I just was so tired. It's Sometimes. okay. What room were you in when you fell asleep? I was at my desk. How much of your food had you eaten? I guess I'd had lunch. I mean, I was, 
Did you recall when you woke up where your head was? On my arm. Okay. So you didn't fall into the food? No, I ate my food. Okay. That's good. It's good to the know. Sedation, the sedation is pretty heavy, mm-hmm. but she's she's trying. No, that's her. So aerosoled while she was eating in her office. Yeah, she's got that little cubicle in the corner of the... Of- mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I will message them to look for air vents and any sort of narcotizing element that may have been released into the room. Um, well, we did isolate uh, something in the air filters. If you, if yeah, you, especially with airflow patterns. So yeah. we do the full COVID map of like what idiot sat in front of the air conditioner and took their mask off. Yeah. Only instead of that, it's sarin. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's apparently a sample in the milter you can extract, uh, doctor. So um, yeah. if you want to do that next, uh, that'd be great. Um, the I'm going to assume that a maintenance Wait. robot has oh. already been dispatched to collect yeah. the filter. Okay, okay, okay. And bring it to med bay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Actually, ask her who's uh. We'll show him uh. The doctor uh. The wet plushie, the whale one. Uh. Ask her wh- which kid had this uh plushie. All right. I'm going to describe it. Mm-hmm. I don't think flashing pictures would be great. Okay. Right now. The uh. A little uh-huh. mistraumatized. Um, so I'm going to describe the whale as best I can. Okay. And I said, I need to know who this belongs to. It's important. Uh, well, they're, they're not supposed to bring things. Uh, it was probably from the collection in the classroom. And during nap time, you know, they're supposed to be sleeping. So I try to keep them from having toys, but... Sometimes they they sneak them, you know, kids. Mm -hmm. Who would be most likely to sneak this one? Uh, Is it the the dolphin? No, it's the large whale, the orca. It had black. Oh, because they don't, they don't, they don't like pilot whales at all. (laughs) I don't know why. That is odd. uh, Mother! I don't think 11 is a statistically uh, significant sample size. Otherwise, I'd want to look into that. But for, for right now. It was probably Tina. If it was the orca, it was mm. probably Tina. She she likes that one. Okay. Okay. And it, sometimes it helps her sleep, so I kind of pretend like I don't see. Yes, I understand. Okay. Discipline is falling all over. I, I get it. <laughs> okay. Society's really collapsing. Um, so, yeah, I let... Uh, I'll let you know it's Tina's whale. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll do a quick look up of who, who are Tina's parents. Are they anyone important? Um, well, you're kind of going to realize that almost everyone here is important in one way or another, okay. at least in their given field. Um, I mean, even Miss St. John, the teacher, mm-hmm. is an expert in educational young, uh, uh, particularly for young kids, ex- educational um, pedagogy. Um, yeah, it's a school in a comfy town where you have to buy air. Like yeah. the only person allowed to have kids. From yeah. the but the most but powerful guy on station. But everybody on the on the station is is certainly the expert in their field on mm-hmm. this planet, if not recruited specifically from Earth to to work here. Mm-hmm. So you've got you can imagine the sort of socio political tensions that arise from that, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone is a high profile um, expert in their field, and so you get the sort of educational um one-upsmanship that is or sorry the educated oh, one-upsmanship yeah. associated mm-hmm. with like classic university stereotypes mm-hmm. um but so yes the, they are somebody in in at least somebody's uh estimation okay 
Um, all right. Well, hmm. but they do not look to be a, like a. They do not look to be like a politically target. Okay. Uh, in terms of exploitation or you know, kidnapping and and leverage. Okay. So space whale Yale. Delir, are you still kind of sniffing around and looking at the remnants of the of nap time? Yes. Yes. Okay. Can you? Um, Yeah. Let's see. Um, Go ahead, Russ. Well, can you track it outside the classroom? Well, I mean, that's sort of what I was getting at. Like, okay. it's a little bit weird if it's like bounded, right? Do we basically have what amounts to a fairy ring of seawater? Yeah. Yeah, the sea, that's it. There's a fairy ring of seawater. So. It's a very small fairy ring. I mean, it looks very right. mundane. It looks like someone dunked a plushie or most of a plushie in salt water and then just dropped it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that that actually was something I was going for was like how how organic was the was the boundary right like what did it seem like it had just seeped out of this toy or or were we dealing with some sort of weird you know it is not a perfect circle yeah and <laughs> i guess i guess it is roughly oval because the profile yeah, okay. of, the, of this right yeah toy is roughly oval yeah okay. but my brain it just go ahead something else catches your eye however um and laying a couple of mats over is a book um, books are odd because most people don't bother with them anymore, especially in a resource strapped mm-hmm. economy, right? Where you've got manufacturing mm-hmm. is limited and trees are not a thing. And, you know, synthetic pages are not necessary. Um, but they are, they do have a market in with young kids because it's just a good exercise for them to manipulate the pages and to have access to it without having to invest in tablets and that kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, and, and so there's this book laying there, um, kind of half tucked under one of the mats, uh, the corner sticking out. Um, but it draws your attention because except for the shoes, it's the only other object, the shoes and the, and the orca and the only other object on an otherwise surprisingly neat classroom. Mm-hmm. What book is it? Uh, it is a children's book by the name of where the wild, where the wild things are, huh? Hmm. Title. Yeah, oh. titular line. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah, Severance. Uh, we have an artifact, or I guess it's probably a reproduction, but... Yeah. Yeah. Look through it. It is very... It is, it is clearly... It doesn't even look like a commercial reproduction. It mm-hmm. looks like somebody made it, um, but with, like, a 3D printer, right? Yeah. So the book, the book was... It's well-made. It just looks like a one-off. Are there any other books um, in the classroom? Yeah, there's a whole shelf of, of similar books. Most of them look commercially made. So this one looks physically different, like in terms of its... Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's the most notable thing, it is incredibly dog-eared. Even for stiff, hard, thick plastic pages, uh-huh. they are bent and stained and um, extremely well used. Okay. Um, I will, with gloves on, physically flip through it, I guess. Uh, to see. Uh, are you familiar with the story of where the wild things are? It's been a while. Max, yeah, Max is when Max wore his wolf suit and made mischief of one kind yeah. of another. Yes. another. Uh, and he ran around. His mom said, "Dinner." Ed turns into a sailboat, and he sails to for through a year and a day to the mm-hmm. land of the wild things, where he becomes king. <laughs> um, and they have the wild rumpus. 
Okay. I got to admit, I'm a little concerned out of character about the line, we'll eat you up, we love you so. Me too. Yeah. 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 Every day, it's fine. When does James Gandolfini enter the book? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Um, All right, Ito, what's your next step in terms of uh, looking at uh, the data you have access to? Um, so I know that we had the the blip of where that came through. Do we have like right. uh, cause we have we have the specific timestamp of when that occurred? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, well, it's a it's not a, it's not an instance, right? It starts filtering, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's an increase in the amount that it's filtering, and then there's a decrease in the amount that it's filtering, and then it stops filtering over a 10 minute period centered around the uh, time that the kids links disappear. That with that went disappear too. Um, would I be able to trace back uh, like I said, basically since this was at least when this was taken out um, back to the filtration systems and where that's like, that might've gone further for processing at some point too. Cause was it just caught like in one of the filters or did it actually do? I think that there's more of this that could have traveled back into the system and been filtered out. If the filter is doing its job, it, it wouldn't because <laughs> the an underwater okay. facility, you don't want, because everything is potentially interlinked within a given habitat. You mm-hmm. don't want anything getting anything dangerous, getting out of a space into another space. Exactly. All so right. all so these are, are these are pretty sophisticated life support um, units or sorry, filtering units within the life support system. Mm-hmm. So okay. individually, they should they should be doing a complete job. Okay, um, I do want to ask because uh, I think we're all in just communication with each other. Because you notice the book there, um, could it be analyzed for any uh, that that same compound as well? Maybe that was something within that, or something else that could have released it unknowingly. So do you, guys. All right. so you can ask, you can ask for anything you want. Yeah. So this is what I'm asking everybody else to, um, and, uh, see if that is another way. Um, or, Oh, that is actually something else. Well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't focus so much on the compound itself. Dr. Chopra is going to look at the sample and we'll figure out more from that. I think you need to focus more on the kids themselves. Um, now it sounds like we have a potential transport that took them away that hotspot found. Um, maybe you sh- hotshot. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you should look at the doc that it was from and see if those security logs have been altered in any way that we can pick up more. Maybe they weren't as focused on the escape as they were as the abduction. So uh, we could also look at the school's um, medical records mm-hmm. or or the local medical records. I don't know if they had any condition, but if they had bio mods and someone installed life 360 on their gills or something, Mm -hmm. that might've been something that they forgot to. Assuming they didn't disappear by magic. Oh, there's a secondary track. Yeah. They don't usually do a lot of bio mods postnatally on kids that young. They'll Mm -hmm. do prenatal stuff like transhuman things. Yeah. um, It was a long shot, but, but, and, and the only bio mods they have, um, are, the chips that have been implanted, yeah. but you um, can absolutely look at their medical records and, and get all the information you want. In fact, I'll give you a couple of questions about that. If you want to ask them, um, hotshot, what are you doing? I'm going to check out the, uh, you know, where that transport came from. Okay. Um, it is called the geo uh, golden horizon. Uh, and it is a cargo vessel that is um, operated by the global ecology organization. And they, 
uh, are a, a frequent, they are one of the primary supply ships for the facility. It, it left, like I said, uh, almost three hours ago now. Uh, it is still outbound. Um, it's, you know, uh, 100 kilometers away, a couple hundred kilometers away maybe at this point, um, but has not docked anywhere yet. Uh, it is a primary cargo vessel with a crew of 12 uh, and a suite of robots that help man the ship. Uh, it is outbound to a place called uh, Second Try, which is another town, um, another major um, population center beyond Haven. Is there any way to get eyes on it? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, vessel, you crew, it's got its own security systems. You could, it's not quite as sophisticated as down home station in terms of panopticon, but you could certainly get plenty of information. You, you could also, I mean, you are authorized uh, as ERT, let alone um, your current role here at down home station to order it to even turn around or send in a security team. Uh, it's up to whatever you guys want to decide. Um, I would say, um, well, first to see if they made any stops along the way, if they, they were nonstop, but they might've made a handoff to another vessel um, or uh, some other facility. So track that. But I would say, yeah, surprise inspection um, reroute to the nearest security team and have them, uh, get physical eyes on it because if they can hack the school, they could hack the security uh, right. cameras on the on the vessel. So, okay, uh, Ito, um, go ahead and give me. Uh, let's see what kind of test would be appropriate. You're, you want to collect some satellite data. Uh, you have uh, access. You have access to it, but you need to sort through it to find um, what you're looking for, so that you can track the vessel and see if it met up with anybody along the way. Okay. To answer uh, Severance's op- question. I would say operations or programming? Uh, yeah. I think programming would be appropriate. Okay. So for that. And again, apologize just to make sure I had that correct. So I see the five off to the side of it. So that would. That's um, your that's your uh, skill set value. And then the add skillset. to that, uh, okay. I think probably uh, logical. So you got a seven. Seven. And then you okay. roll three dice. Three dice together. All right, and just because I, I, I got confused the last time, so equal, we're subtract- equal to or less than, just in this equal case, equal to or less than. Okay, so uh, one. Yep. So I, I got one success. So okay, um, you basically this is what the program was meant to do, right? Was to track things. So you just tell it, I need to know mm-hmm. if this vessel met up with any other vessels or made any an islet along the way or anything like that, and um, it scans for you. Um, it closest it gets to another vehicle is an aircraft. Uh, and they're still 50 kilometers apart, uh, and the aircraft just continues on its way. Um, so as best you can tell, assuming nothing's been doctored, the vessel left uh, and has not encountered any other way to transfer kids unless they threw them overboard. Okay. So likely, I guess it, it, if that was the case, it probably would have been on the ship that we're suspecting at this point. So Severance, you get a it. notification that there is a GEO patrol uh, on intercept course, and they're mm-hmm. going to inspect the ship, and they'll report back as soon as they find anything. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Chopra, the robot shows up at the lab and drops off the filter to be sampled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I begin doing that. Can okay. I run the? Um, can I have Apex run me the medical files of the kids while I'm doing that? Yeah. Well, 
it, you can do it yourself. There's other technicians here that are probably do this kind of thing all the time. I don't know if you want to trust anyone. I will. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, so they'll, they'll, I, I don't just give tell, a fuck if there's a political scandal after they're all alive, I can leave. <laughs> so you just tell, you give them the, the filter and say, hey, I need to know what, what contaminant was in this. And they, they go to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking for out of the medical files? Uh, commonalities, outliers, and anyone who's going to have a really negative reaction to an aerosol narcotic. Okay. Um, yeah, there are some, there are some allergies, but none that, I mean, remember in a, in a, in a world where you can have, mm-hmm. yeah. you've pretty much gotten rid of, especially mm-hmm. in this economic tier, these, most of these kids are transhumans, which means yeah, their yeah, physicality no, is almost They're perfect. little Gattaca freaks. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, there are a couple of kids who do have, you know, I, I imagine there are also going to be things that are still cropping up being in an alien world. And so there are some kids that have, there's one kid that has a, an allergic reaction to um, a particular fast fungus that is part of the ecology here. Uh, usually not a problem because they live in a filtered and isolated environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but the medical records say that when they visit, Island sometimes they get a horrible rash and mm-hmm. um, get also probably not going <laughs> here in a storage container in the back of a leaky cargo tub. Yeah, Pro- probably <laughs> also true. Uh, the only outlier, the only outlier, uh, Maxwell, mm-hmm. um, and he is autistic. Okay. okay, he is a little older than the other kids. They're all like four or five, and he's like seven. Um, but developmentally, he's probably more like three or four. Uh, he is uh, physically too. Um, he is nonverbal, mm-hmm. um, but is functional enough that he can be part of the socialization class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course there is a long medical history of trying to understand what was the cause of the autism and if there was an intervention that could be done and lots of things that have been tried and, Records from his therapist and all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, but that's the only significant outlier given the you know the genetic tools available to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most medicine these days is preemptive. Um, either has to do with either to do with trauma um, or dealing with exotic conditions brought on by living on an alien world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just wait for the drug analysis. That yeah. Um, well, we need to uh, like. That ship may be, they may be still in the habitat dome. So we need to like look for potential places they could be hidden and search them. I mean, that's the only other option we have now. We don't have, aside from this motive, I mean, I guess you could ask if there, if the teacher remembers having this book in there, maybe this is a signature from the kidnapper, um, trying to like, I don't know what kind of statement they're trying to make, but it could be. We can't rule that out. Oh, wait, we could look at the, uh, if we have, um, is there a way to get an inventory of the books uh, that should be in the classroom, like just through records? Oh, yeah, yeah the classroom teacher. I always update those. Well, I mean, it's the future. <laughs> when you have when you have an almost AI that does it. <laughs> yeah. AIs don't get bored. Yeah. Okay. They just do it. Um, and especially if you're monitoring all of you know, 3D printers and mm-hmm. their output and all that kind of thing. Um there is an inventory of books. Okay. Yeah. Is where the wild things um, in it? It is not. Okay. Um, can we tell where this book was manufactured then? It's, like, in, the dig- it's in the digital inventory. Okay. It's not in the physical inventory. Okay. Can we analyze um, the book to see what 3D printer, particular 3D printer printed it? 
Yeah, uh, I imagine that they're in a place like this, they're going to have the equivalent. Yeah. Like a water, <laughs> basically, yeah, the equivalent of a watermark or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was printed in the life support lab. Okay. When? Um, or can we tell that? Well, you can go back to the logs. Okay. Uh, go back to the logs. When did they print the, uh, uh this one was printed probably three months ago. Uh, yeah, maybe two months ago. Okay. Does it, uh, have a user? Did a particular user print it? Yeah. A uh, man named, um, uh, Jake Williams. Okay. Let's go talk to Jake Williams. Um, he is also cross-referencing the chief of, the, of life support facility. He's the leader of it. Oh. The chief engineer of okay. life support. Okay. He would have the technical Hello. expertise to do this. Sorry. What was your question? I see. Can we cross-reference that with the, uh, with the child, um, Tina, was it with mm-hmm. the orca? Is there, I mean, is that his child? Is there some no. relation? Okay. okay. Does he have any kids but, in the, in the, uh, classroom maxwell williams maxwell williams yeah okay um mm-hmm. all right yeah jake williams Maxwell. okay uh all right let's uh where is he let's go talk to him he's in the lab well they call they call everything here the lab but this would be more <laughs> like um he's the director of life support so they yes they do experimental development but mm-hmm. he also has the job of overseeing the day-to-day function and maintenance of so he is he holds multiple phds uh and is he's may dress and look like a janitor but he is a, a, a solar system class expert on life support system okay so you're saying he's an engineer through and through <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so who's gonna go who's gonna go there um me and essie for sure dr chopra if you yeah. if you want to go yeah i can do it okay. if, as, if i'm just waiting for test results yeah yeah as i can accompany you the hallway yeah. i'm still gonna sniff around just on the off chance like mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like anybody was stupid enough to leave us a drip of seawater trail mm-hmm. but doesn't seem to be um okay and, and out here there's a lot more like smells because right. the shared hallway with other classrooms mm-hmm. uh, yeah. as you guys step out into the hall you hear Rolling of footsteps and angry voices coming from around the corner and down the hall. Uh, the I'm going security, to try to not be the, swiffing, sniffing at things when this the safety guard, the safety officer, looks up at you mm-hmm. uh, and clearly, like you can tell by the look on his face that this is not going to be good. Um, um, you go deal. You with, see a tide of yeah. You see a tide of parents start to sort of flood around the, and they immediately start yelling and shouting where's my kid what the fuck are you doing who the hell are you where's it i'm getting you on the phone right it is just a deluge of a spectrum some of them are genuinely panicked parents Mm -hmm. and your heart breaks because they're crying and upset others are furious okay um and others are pulling like third degree karens right they're Mm -hmm. calling their politics their representatives they're calling administrators like how dare he be busy when i'm trying to Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, oh, a reason I, there's a reason I left. Yeah. It's just a wall of, of we were, uh, in fact, we are at Pete Karen here. Um, uh, Essie and I are going to just like try and just get out of the way and sort of, uh, yeah, just, oh, they, 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 yeah. they see the security guard, but he's just another you know, yeah. guy in a uniform. They see you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm okay. assuming that your credentials are floating in AR land <laughs> so they can just see who you are. And, okay. Well, if, that, if that's a, if that's a protocol, yeah, yeah, um, okay. uh, and you can 
and they just start deluging you with questions and demands. Uh, and they're, and some of them are like kind of pushing in. So you guys are finding yourself pushed kind of back against the bulkhead. Okay. Um, Severance, you're not, you're kind of a big guy, mm-hmm. uh, but Essie, you're considerably larger. Okay. Um, I will, uh, I'll insert you. myself. Who do you think you are? Where's my kid? Yeah. You, someone's tugging on your uniform. Like, please, where's my daughter? You got to explain. There's probably a dozen people here. Uh, yeah, I guess crisis management. Uh, uh, so is send them to the customer service cricket and then Tom disconnect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just get out uh, of there. Oh. <laughs> um, re- address all uh, issues with, uh, administrator Anderson. Um, I am not at liberty to discuss anything. Uh, every, uh, please, please redirect. Uh, we, we have a, a, a job to do. Please get out of our way while Essie <laughs> physically pushes everyone out of the way. Okay. I want to see their yeah. reaction to your, to your, um, yeah. crowd control. So give me a crisis management. Okay. So that's 2d10 and I'm going to use, uh, determined, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So I guess I need a <laughs> five or less. So you get stern yeah. and you draw yourself up. Nope, I rolled two nines. Uh, oh. Okay, you, you you open your mouth. You start saying what you said. The noise is just like they're not giving you speak, mm-hmm. uh, and it's getting it's getting worse. In fact, someone um. gets shoved and falls down. Mm-hmm. The security officer starts yelling, mm-hmm. and he's trying to push back. Uh, Essie, what do you want to do? Oh Lord, I am I am not remotely built for this sort of situation. Uh, I have an idea um, well, if you're if you're out of you are, but maybe not skill set. Well, yeah, yeah. You kind of push it. Um, do you want me, uh, Essie? Do you want me to try something? I mean, you're not there, right? Uh, but I'm, but I'm in uh, basically back security and operations, and I can. I'm assuming, yeah, I, and I'm assuming yeah. we have a, a PA system we can tap into. Yeah, of course. Sure. Okay. Go for radiation. Radiation. You could also, you could also Cyrano this and just say into his ear what he's supposed. What she's supposed to say. Yeah. True. I was going okay, to say doing so, I was gonna do like social operator to say <laughs> for the operation. Right. But you can feed words to Essie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, basically I will do that under the guise of Essie saying, all right, here's what you need to do to calm them down. Mm-hmm. Saying, well, that's like, we are in, that's like the emergency services are currently looking into this. So we are just as concerned for your children we will that's like inform you as soon as possible but at this time panic does not help anyone we can only do so much in this moment you will have our uh, we will inform you as soon as we know anything otherwise direct your questions to uh administrator anderson okay so i'm going to i'm going to do something that's not even in the- mm-hmm. because this is a unique situation um essie i'm going to let you use intimidating uh-huh. Because you are, mm-hmm. uh, and uh-huh. then you get to use your social operator. So combine those two numbers, and and then Ito can roll on that. Oh, okay. nice. So so my intimidating is at four. <laughs> uh, let's see. And social operator is at a four, and I'm assuming I could probably add logical to this as well. Uh, no, well, his attribute. No. Her, her attribute. Yeah. Instead of okay. yours. Intimidating is under physique, so... So just just roll three d ten and try to get something lower than eight. I think I can do that. Hopefully, mm. shut up, Ross. Mm. Yep, that's two successes. So one on the top and mm-hmm. one under. Okay, so you draw yourself up, kind of push severance aside, 
and kind of bellow out the some uh, crib notes version of what you're being told. Link, um, what do you actually say to the crew? Um, what do I say? Look, oh, sorry. No, sorry. Okay. No, this is, look, either us here, the experts, can spend time answering your individual questions, or we can work on finding your children. What do you think will be the more effective use of time? Okay, that comes out with a, a guttural rumble that you that you usually try and hide, but you're letting it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the people right in front kind of step back and knock into the people behind them. The crowd suddenly gets quiet. Some guy in the back didn't quite get the full thing, so he's still yelling until someone... <laughs> uh, they they kind of go quiet. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of go quiet, and they give severance. This is your chance to like actually communicate a piece of information. Okay. Um, to the crowd? Yep. Um, yes, we uh, uh, rest assured everything... Uh, we'll be resolved. We will explain everything in due time, but we uh, we have urgent business, and uh, your panic will only make things worse. Go home and uh, wait for further information. So, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll do that as crisis management. Uh, you, the best thing you can do for your kids is to go home uh, and wait. So, uh, yeah, I got a one. So okay, they they don't disperse, but mm-hmm. as you walk through, they step aside, and the question there's a moment of quiet that you can use to split, mm-hmm. and yes. then as you go around the corner, you hear them start talking again. Okay, and you you realize that you left the security officer there alone, but he now has to fend off the whole crowd. Well, exactly, that's uh, his job. <laughs> that's his yeah. job. Hot shot. Yeah, hot shot. You are um, just completed a, a sort of a, a VR tour of the. Um, well, it's a it's a real time tour of the security sh- or the supply ship through right. a security system. You can't see everything, and you certainly didn't have time to talk to everybody. Um, I need you to give me some kind of test that would let you decide um, about the veracity of what you're seeing or what people are telling you. All right, um, and there's not much for like you know in searching for stuff. Well, you've got an ERT member. And there's yeah, a there's and damage control. You know your way around a ship. All right, I'll do uh, damage control. Okay, that's two d ten. And maybe add that to insightful. So mm-hmm. you've got a five. Okay. Yep, that's two. Okay. Um, you. They they seem to be trying to help. I mean, they're a little confused, uh, but you don't get any kind of nefarious vibe. And nothing that's obviously um, wrong with what you're seeing, but there's no way it'd be easy to hide eleven kids on a and not be able to find them using remote systems. Okay, right. So the sub is a uh, bust. I shouldn't say easy. It's not easy, but it's po- it's it's possible. I, I uh, like just from what I've seen and what I know about ships and everything, like give them like some search instructions of like be sure. sure. Do that. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Be sure to check this, these things here, and look for this, and so on and so forth. And Severance, your V gives you an update that the security team that you called in is probably on the ship. Okay. So they're they're searching the ship right now. No, they're twenty minutes out. So oh, okay. They'll land. They're, they're rendezvousing with the ship. Okay. Good. Doctor Chopra, you um, have the medical files. If you have any more questions about those, we're back from the lab tech assays are pretty quick in a highly scientific environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's a little disappointing. The material appears to be the equivalent of molecular rust. Like, you know, when metal rusts, you can tell that it was metal at some point. Um, this is a molecule that is essentially oxidized. And so it broke apart and became constituent molecules that independently are, are readily identified, but there's no clarity on what it was when it was a, a whole structure. Okay. So is some engineer knockout thing designed to be dissolved to disappear before anyone can figure out what it is. Uh, As a geneticist, can I re-engineer it from those constituent parts? You could re-engineer a bunch of different things, okay. um, but you wouldn't be guaranteed. It's like Legos. You've got a bunch of Legos, uh, mm. molecular Legos, and you don't, you don't know what the final design is supposed to be, and you know that you're probably missing a few Legos. But absolutely, you can give it a try and give yourself maybe some idea of the class of drug it was. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll be insightful geneticist again. <laughs> Need under a four. I got a one, a two, and a nine. Okay, so you're not actually doing it like we do now, where they're putting it together and using crude computer models. You have very mm, yeah. sophisticated computer models that speed of near AI. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't take you an incredibly long time to run through the options that this thing could make and then give it some list of priorities that would bring the most likely versions to the top of your list. Mm -hmm. um, you're not struck by the, it's the second one on the list that draws your attention. Mm -hmm. You're not struck by what it does because there's plenty of things that you're familiar with that will do the same thing mm -hmm. um, in terms of sedating people. Uh, and doing so relatively harmlessly and, and quickly. Um, what you are struck by is that the assay data that was used in this model identifies long john template. <laughs> this molecule was structured using the, well, the whole MacGuffin for, for Poseidon is the mining of this long john, and it's used most commonly as a uh, tool for manipulating genetics, hence the ability to stop aging and why yeah. it's called long john and why it's so valuable. Um, but molecules that are built using it as a template, um, as they've increased, improved that science, it becomes more readily apparent when that happens. And this molecule was probably built using a long john template. So it was a pretty sophisticated aerosol construction? Well, the, the, the or was it a out-of-the-box, make-your-own knockout gas? Nobody usually does out-of-the-box Long John stuff. Yeah. Uh, this requires some sort of sophisticated manufacturer or production. Okay, cool. It's, it's cutting-edge genetics. Okay. So it's only someone on, well, <laughs> like there's not a lot of you know, solar system class experts on this dome. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. and the planet itself is yeah. the source of long Riddled john. The, so stuff, yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> the people who are most expert at researching and developing long john mm -hmm. are probably on planet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um Okay, well that's troubling. Uh but yeah. Uh, the hell is going on? Yeah. Uh curious here and curious. Is there a supply for building those things on station? Uh there's a absolutely a long john research facility on on station what, where probably is that several located? labs that are working on them. 
Um, it is in the main hub with the other labs. Um, okay. Is there like a centralized location where you would go to get long drawn templates, like in the hazardous storage region? Cause you don't want your CRISPR getting out into the fucking water supply. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not quite like that. It's, okay. it's a medical supply, but it's <clears throat> pretty mm-hmm. stable and it's, it's just really valuable. Mm-hmm. So that's it. that's the only sec- the primary security concern is that it's like gold. Yeah. In yeah. in the in the 1840s, right? It's mm-hmm. it's the reason the colony effort is happening mm-hmm. and it's valuable. So if some of it went missing to make a legal knockout gas, was that something that would be recorded and noticed somewhere? If there's a gap in the inventory. Oh, um see so if yeah, let's check. let's uh get into Apex and find me missing long john templates. That are not accounted for. Yeah. Um, also, um, cross-reference. It parents. takes no time for Apex to return that information, mm-hmm. and within multiple margins of of experimental waste, mm-hmm. there are, are no missing so unaccounted for missing. supplies of Long John. No. So it either didn't come from here, or they entered it into the system wrong. To yep. okay. I mean, among other, so things. it's either an outside job or an inside job. I've done well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, cross-reference it with uh, parents. Do any of the parents of any of the missing kids work at this lab where there is Long John available? Uh, not directly at the lab, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of hard to do anything on in the scientific realm that doesn't at least rub up against okay. some element of Long John. Okay. In the sorry, I should say in the biological realm. Okay. So oh, wait, we had really uh, we had computers, right? Yeah. Um, security cameras running the whole time. We have access to like current footage, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which parents didn't show up? You no. said you got mobbed by a bunch of concerned parents. Was anyone not there? And do they have an excuse for why? There are a number that weren't there. I would say twenty-five percent of them didn't show up. Some of them have um, either well, work schedules. There are schedules, and and each one would be able to articulate to you why they didn't show up. Um, okay. If you have specific questions, like to, to the veracity of that alibi, we can address those. But every family was represented at, in that. Clearly, what somebody did was they went to their group or their dad's group mm-hmm. and like put out a Facebook post and said, "Oh my God!" And yeah. look, I can't find my kid because they have access to the tracking to the chip, right? Yeah, and yeah. if if they check to see, oh, did you know how's their blood sugar, or did they eat today, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then they see the kids not there, they'd have a panic, and they'd ask their friend, and then there's just mm-hmm. this wide scale, class wide panic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything to make sure, like we we don't go Israeli Navy on this random cargo character. <laughs> there's nothing in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to find any kind of confirmation. Some of, some of on. the some of the reasons those. Are Marine science, he's an oceanographer, and he's currently down at the Hadel Station, yeah. which is it's hard to get to and hard to get back from. It just takes a lot of time. Sure. So um, you will find out that he's having a freak out down there and demanding that he re- – the mm-hmm. lab is in the middle of some sensitive experiments, and they're sending a sub to get him. That He's got to wait. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There um, is – well, Max, uh, Max's father, Jake, um, Jake yeah, Williams, yeah. Uh, he is still at the lab. Yeah, and, and we're heading to you, see you, him. You can realize very quickly through the connection that he has also discovered this anomaly in the filters. And given mm-hmm. his role, has is like analyzing those and trying to suss out what that problem was in hopes that 
just doing something will help. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Um, yeah. All right. All parents and members of polycules have, have all been represented um, and the numbers are increasing um, as they all find out and get out of whatever they're doing and, and go down to the road. Okay. So I think the ship is the only lead we don't have right well, now. Well, Jay, I want to talk to Jake about the, the book. Um, okay. Because... That's our only assault other leader. Right assault rifle. Yeah. Bespoke Analejack, Aerosoli Disperse, yeah. Children's Book, Assault Rifle. Yeah. Yeah. No. Great printer cue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So by the time so you were headed you were headed to the lab, right? Yeah, yeah. To talk to Jake. Okay. Um, as he's so you me. come you come into the space and it is an orderly chaos in terms mm. of the layout of the place. There's a lot bunch of people working and there's a lot of um, this is a half disassembled equipment, half assembled projects, some experiments running, running in the actual lab portion. Um, but you are kind of nodded and thumbed towards this big guy, almost as big as you, uh, who is kind of working in a corner. You see he's got a filter system uh, disassembled. There's got a robot assistant and a, and a human assistant. And they've got the filter pulled out, and you can see a bunch of assay equipment and and other uh, chemical sampling gear. Uh, and he's just disassembled the thing, and he's cursing at something uh, as you roll up, uh, Mr. Williams. He keeps working. Yeah, what? A little busy here. Uh, I'd like to talk to you uh, about Maxwell. He spins around. Have you found him? No. Um, Who are you? Are you one of those e- ERTs? Yes. What do you need? Didn't my wife go down to the classroom? Um, I wanted to talk to you about um, this when I pulled up the (sighs) the book. What what the? I I got a little more important thing to do here. That's that's a a kid's book. It's Max's. Big deal. Come on. Um, Would you know of any reason why it would be found next to a puddle of seawater in the classroom? Seawater? No. Max takes it wherever he goes. Okay. Uh, yeah, he takes it wherever he goes. Where did you find that? In the classroom. Did he just left it there? Yes, it was It was left there next to a uh, oh, stuffed toy. Oh, God. He doesn't, I mean, he, 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 he takes it everywhere. And if he doesn't have it, he, he has an episode. I see. Oh, Jesus. How could he... Do you have any idea? You see that he's thinking and he's like yeah. scanning through something. Mm-hmm. He left with it this morning. I dropped him off at school with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows he has it. Mm-hmm. It's his security blanket, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many times I've read that book to him? Countless, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, countless. Uh, oh, what do you think's happened? You can bring my boy back to me, right? That's Look, the goal. I, yes, I, I got to help, and, and the best way I can is to figure out what this is. Yes, um, we our expert um, believes uh, Long John was used to manufacture the asshole. He nods to the assistant. The assistant nods back, and yes, uh, have you made any other insights into it? No, we we identified there was a. That makes sense. Okay. I don't work with the stuff, but you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have any idea why someone would want to do this? Are you kidding? Kidnap 11 kids? Uh, well, sure. Uh, which conspiracy theory of the week do you want? Well, I mean, um, we're dealing with or, fact here. Or a legitimate espionage. I mean, do you realize the money that Geo is in place? And, and, and not just in the facility, but in the staff? Um, I mean, th- these are there's a lot of money, a lot of power. There's okay. a lot of leverage in those kids. Um, I don't know why they would take Max. I'm just a glorified life support engineer, but sure. Um, oh Jesus! Well, I'm going to use detailed, uh, oriented, and observant to see if you know how sincere he is being. I guess. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, I got a one. So, uh, uh, what was your target? Uh, I guess I mean my it's a two D ten ability and observant is two, so I guess that would be what a five. Uh, okay, so you made it by four. If you yeah. make it by five, you get a you get a okay. um, basically a critical success. There's a bonus associated. With it. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, same as if you miss it by five, and, and if you get mm-hmm. it spot on. Um, so he he seems like a guy who is not really in touch with his emotions mm-hmm. beyond frustration and anger. Okay. Um, he's really said, good. At, <laughs> he's, good yeah, he's good at those. Um, but he is having feelings right now that he to other people seeing. Okay. And he's having a hard time keeping them off his face. Okay. So it's, it's, it's so sincere. He's turning, them, he's turning them into aggression and anger. Okay. So it's sincere. It's not, he's not hiding something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, well, gen- he's trying to hide his emotions. Right, right. right. But he's not. Feel, right. He's acting consistent but with. But hiding poorly is a good signal. You're not trying to hide your emotions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, the other thing, um, we have to rule out the idea that they could actually just be hiding, be hiding somewhere on the, in the habitat dome. Um, so since you're the life support engineer, um, is there anywhere they oh, could. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're Right. Okay, yeah, uh, we can build a profile. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got all the data. Yes. He turns to the guy and just starts talking, as far as you're concerned, like life support gibberish, and mm-hmm. starts consulting with Apex, and he follows your thread. I mean, this guy's a genius, yeah. right? But he was pretty focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they start building a what amounts to essentially a life support demand and production profile for 11 kids. kids. Yeah. And they yeah. rank it at different like volumes mm-hmm. uh, so they could look for it at, in different spaces around the facility. Okay. Uh, and he's working on it. He says, it's going to take a few, but with apex help, I mean, maybe 10 minutes. I, I don't know. Of course. Um, please uh, let us, when you have it, begin the search. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we will uh, remain here until we uh, can think of something else. I mean, in the meantime, I'm just going to look through the parents to see like of the people who are there, just, Track down, make sure everybody's where they should be, and like you know, nobody's missing suspiciously, and everybody's acting sincerely. At least looking through security log cameras. Okay, everyone, you you start looking at the logs. Not just, yeah, right. So a lot of, except for the ones who are in critical um, services, Mm -hmm. in either like the Hadel station where the guy hasn't been able to come back yet, Mm -hmm. or there's a few that are off site Mm -hmm. and probably have been informed. they have all been brought to a swing space, to a conference room mm-hmm. um, in the administration wing mm-hmm. to do the like thing that law enforcement does when there are, you know, yeah, yeah. See, where they can keep everybody calm, keep them out of the rest, contact with the rest of the population, 
and try and assuage their fears. So they're coffee and and blankets, and they're getting their their counselors and social workers in there. And okay, um, so you can you can watch that, or you can yeah. go there. Um, um, I, I can watch it remotely. I don't want to be close. I'm sorry, Essie. Did you have an idea? Just like. Can we essentially, and I'm sorry, this is a really weird way to say it, but the way I'm thinking about it is, um, can we get effectively a, a Marauder's Map view that time lapses and take it backwards? I'm really more concerned with where all the parents were at the abduction time than where they are right now. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Apex can gin that up in moments. Okay. Um, are you looking for, like, what are the red flags that you ask Apex to identify? I, I actually... Um, Let's see, there are 11 families involved, so that's going to be more than parsable if we color code them. Um, and I just, I kind of want to do a, a human traffic analysis. Okay, like, give me a test. I just, yeah. And I'll give you a plus four because you're working with uh, a genius expert system. Okay. Okay. Let's see, what do I want to um, I mean, investigation seems to fit. There you go. Uh, and I guess this is going to be aware. So that's going to be five and four is nine and I'll roll two. So eight and a five gets me there. Okay. Um, it means th- now did, is that, what was the total your target number? Uh, I was nine. Okay. Yeah, so you didn't, you didn't make it by five. Yeah. Um, still no credit. So it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't seem to give you any information in real time because it's slow. But when you speed it up and you see like the expansion and contraction of everyone's traffic and activities, for a moment you're like, "Oh shit!" and you and you realize they're all convert. Many of them are converging on the school mm-hmm. because they're bringing their That's kids drop all the time. Yeah, right, right. And yeah. then they scatter, um, mm-hmm. and then they converge again, and you realize, "Oh, that's one of the the public cafeterias." And then they not all of them, but some of them, right? Because they're friends, mm-hmm. there's family family group and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see that kind of pulse and contraction, pulse and contraction. Um, but not any more pronounced than that drop off, and then nothing that goes to the supply ship. There's nothing that goes back to the classroom. Nobody goes back to the classroom. Um, okay. There are people who come closer than others to the classroom, uh, and there are people that go home and people that don't move at all because they're sitting at their desk doing whatever they're doing. Um, but nothing stands out as that person seems. Like they had access to the students. Okay, so I, I want to put this to everybody, uh, just because I don't want to spend a lot of time rabbit trailing on this. But like, can we can we take it as a given that this needs to be some degree of inside job? Like they mm-hmm. they have to have at least one person making this happen on the inside. So the question then is like. What I would like to ask for is everyone who was within 10 meters of the classroom for plus or minus 30 minutes of uh, the abduction. There's a, there's a lot of teachers and other students from the other classes. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go ahead and eliminate those. Uh, okay. Anybody anybody uh, that we wouldn't expect? Yeah. And, uh, Miss Click, the school admin, makes a pass through. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, several oh, robots. No, that's really that's really weird. No, she's up to something. They don't go to schools. She's got no reason to be there. Several, it's her. I love my gun. Um, several yeah. maintenance uh, robots 
um, you know, vacuum the hall and mm-hmm. clean the windows. And, uh, and there is a safety officer who does um, a timed patrol. Mm-hmm. But there okay. isn't any anybody that doesn't seem to have to be there for a reason. Okay. Um, Except the administrator. Yes, super creepy. <laughs> well, see, I work at private schools. Administrators yeah. are all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's different when they live there. Um, yeah. uh, and silly question, because we're uh, with the records we're looking at. Are those just for the day of the disappearance? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was limiting it to just for for signal to noise ratio, but like, okay, yeah. What you thinking? Uh, mainly just maybe going back a little bit too and seeing if there is anybody else at, within a uh, couple days prior who may not have needed to be there. That's where I'm thinking. Uh, but if it's not necessary, then go ahead. Well, so I mean, hot shot. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, my my only other thing. Well, I mean, the thing is, even if they did set up something to to like maybe put some sort of device to stage the aerosol, like they still had to physically be there to transport the kids. Like, so mm-hmm. we're, we're still thinking about, uh, the, the, my thinking, maybe it's an ex of somebody could be the inside person, maybe not one of the active parents, but somebody who, yeah. Previously is, involved. Yeah. Yeah. Previously. But that, that, so that spread furthers the net, but like, anyways, let's, let's do, yeah. we need have, to find out about fig- the shit. Yeah. yeah. Have we figured out how they've managed to dis- deactivate the trackers? No. Um, I have an idea on that. If I, swear I could to God, I'll shoot a torpedo at the ship. We we must stop dithering. I will just <laughs> so, launch. <laughs> yeah, uh, hotshot. Yeah, you. Um, at some point, I, I remember Severance ordering you to go have a look around outside the classroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need a test um, on what you see. So let's see what would be useful. Uh, you could do echolocation, which would be unique. Um, okay. I think you have cetacean culture would work. Um, mechanic would work. Remote operations could theoretically work. Certainly damage control could work. And then insightful, maybe. And because you can echolocate, I'll give you a plus two on it. All right. Yeah, I'll do uh, damage control. Okay. Yes, that's two. All right. Um, you swim outside the classroom. You see the, the three sort of domed windows that stick out into the mm-hmm. water, and uh, you can see through them into the classroom. There's nobody in there. At the- mm-hmm. um, uh, what you notice is subtle and probably would not be noticed by anyone either didn't have echolocation or knew what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, outside the window is a, kelp, a cultivated kelp forest. So there's aquaculture going on and there's a bunch of Poseidon analog kelp that's mm-hmm. growing in these probably 15 or 18 foot tall uh, fronds that make this big waving green, bright green um, sure. crop field. <laughs> uh, akin to sort of like a, a cornfield, but really tall and really kind of flowy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't quite block the view from the windows, but it's a major feature when you look out those windows. You also notice that, um, well, you've seen them all day, and you can hear them in your you saw these little scrubbing robots that just kind of crawl around on the outside of the facility, scrubbing mm-hmm. off the algae, which is you know constantly regrowing and cleaning windows and all that kind of stuff, looking for um, maintenance issues and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sense that 
with your echolocation, the, the, when you echolocate on a kind of an algae covered bulkhead, it's different than when you echolocate on a, on a um, clean bulkhead. The echo is less fuzzy, right? Because mm-hmm. echo, echolocation allows you to see structure. And you sense that um, outside the classroom, there is an area of clean bulkhead. Now, obviously, the whole facility is clean with pretty regularized machines, but it's a very subtle difference. The algae that has been growing is probably only a couple days old, so you can't even really see it with the naked eye. But there is an almost perfect circle, maybe a meter across, that is devoid of any kind of growth or algae. Is it just just part of the bulkhead or is it like a hatch or? Uh, It just appears to be part of the bulkhead. Sorry, I'll I'll send that in. Okay. Um, Look look through security footage. Uh, Are there exterior cameras that would? uh... They they are not as ubiquitous. Okay. Most of the stuff outside is sonar. Okay. Well, sonar. Um, Look, Look at sonar. See if anything came close to the classroom. Uh, or was m- approaching towards that bulkhead location. Like if anything was um, like moving towards it before uh, around when she went to sleep. Cause we have like that five minute window. Hotshot, give, me, give me another similar test because you're the best one to interpret echolocation. Okay. Just uh, sonar records. So they could have clamped something onto the classroom um, that creates like an airlock. Uh, cut open it, uh, pull the kids through that, and then uh, welded the new one on there um, as a replacement or whatever. Um, maybe. Yeah, I got, I got one. Okay. The bulkhead seems flawless, mm-hmm. right? Echolocation is a great way to do stress testing for engineering, right? You can tell yeah. when there's similar... Just, dissimilarities in the materials, but it doesn't seem to have been, it's industrial bioplastic. So it would have to be cut or melted and then fused. And you can grow back new bioplastic almost seamlessly, but, but an engineer is going to be able to find echolocation is going to be able to find the seam. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be any seam there. Okay. Um, but the data does, I don't know what the equivalent would be in terms of our understanding of echolocated echolocation data or, sonar data because we don't really have that sense mm-hmm. but if you're looking at like a videotape mm-hmm. uh and like a bird flew flies in back and flies in front of the camera for a second mm-hmm. uh-huh. um you might be able to slow it down to the single frame or what have you and see the blur and figure out that well it's probably a bird because mm-hmm. it's the only thing that could have flown in front of the camera and so forth and so on well there's an equivalent kind of in slow motion to the echolocation data and the best you can guess, Hotshot, is that it it feels like a bubble. A but bubble. you're hesitant to say that because it it's too big to be a bubble. Bubbles have like, they break into certain sizes based on pressure and depth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take on a regular form because of pressure. But this one has an irregular form and it's way too large. And you're not sure because the waving fronds of kelp really do a great job of like mucking up the data that's being sensed by the sonar Mm -hmm. because it's this soft target that's moving. And, and so you see this equivalent of this like bird flash by, but it's a bubble goes really slow over time and it gets mixed in the background noise 
from the kelp forest. So you're not really sure what you're seeing other than it just sounds weird to your cetacean ear. It's like structurally kind of a, bu- a bubble shape. Huh. Eh. Okay. Probably uh, more like, I mean, this is going to sound really weird, uh-huh. but you ever watch like a Chinese dragon being taken down the street in a parade and it's kind of yeah. doing the, imagine that, but it was a, bu- a bubble going really slow. Through like, a kind of like, like a reverse thing, like what happened in the abyss when the water tentacle yeah, thing came out. Maybe, yeah. So it's like so it could be like a uh, tentacle of air inside the, in the water. Yeah, a Russian water bubble. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's that's a bit unusual, uh, to say the least. Um, well, this shape would it be bit? I would it be. Can I tell it? Would it be big enough to be able to hold a number of kids? Uh, it seems like a strange leap to make, uh, but yeah. If 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 what you're saying, it's like it's like classic cryptid footage, yeah. Right? Well, you can say point, whatever you want about it. At this point, I, I I'm open to a buffet of possibilities. Yeah. Nessie. Well, then the answer is yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, again, like send that in too. Okay. Is it possible to figure out where that went uh, to track it? You can swim around. All right, I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll continue. Like I'll continue my underwater vigil. Okay, keep okay. keep searching. Um, it doesn't take you long to realize that strange uh, strange damage has been done to the kelp field. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if you ran into a cornfield carrying like. A razor, uh, a hula hoop that was actually a razor blade. <laughs> okay, right? and you like chopped a tunnel right through the middle of the cornstalk, mm-hmm. um, about a meter across. But in in a cornfield, those stalks will all like fall to the floor, right? Yeah. But in a kelp yeah. forest, they will float away, and because it all like is flowing in the water. The, mm-hmm. the the circular tunnel left behind is not super obvious. Yeah, there's moments where like, oh, there's a big gap. And- okay. Yeah. Okay, so now we have a really solid lead. Um, keep following it. Um, and yeah, I'll see if I can. If I'll, I'll try to. Track I have the I have, a, I have the safety patrol. Like, if there's any vessels we can command to aid in the search, to spread out, um, to start doing that. Um, you go about 20 meters through the kelp forest yeah. or through the kelp field until the, the path, like, you know, the trajectory of the tunnel through the kelp um, impacts on a, jut, a jut, jutting um, basalt of the seafloor. Okay. So like a, it seems to dead end. No. Um, you see the shadows hide a, meter wide perfectly circular hole that takes an abrupt leftish downward turn from the tunnel you were in the kelp tunnel uh-huh. uh, and bores straight into the rock okay got something hinky here <laughs> okay um is there anything in known technology that can do this without being detected like easily or is this is this something weird like is this like uh, it's a little it's a little weird. Okay. Um, you could certainly, I mean, someone could cut a hole. It could be drilled by any number of means. Yeah. But it would take time. Yeah. And, and if you've got 
dozens, if not hundreds of echo or uh, sonar detection arrays around the facility, they would certainly hear it. Yeah. So this was either done a long time ago or uh, not done in any of the records you've been looking at. Okay. Apex um, check. But it's also something that somebody would know about if it. Yeah, exactly. Does Apex have a record of this tunnel? No records. No records. Okay. Um, when was the last time this area was surveyed? Um, um, well, I mean, the kelp is harvested occasionally. So it grows pretty fast. So within a month. Okay. So definitely less than a month old then. And they've done geologic surveys, especially when they built the place. And yeah. those are still accessible and there was no hole. Okay. So, well, I mean, the kelp. Hotshot, you can feel yeah. cold water. Um, well, it's not, I guess it would be, you feel a current, a slight current drawing into the hole okay okay um how long does do you can you breathe without having to refresh can you just like is it safe for him to go down or should we send a bot to go down first like like, most most whales is 20 to 30 minutes yeah yeah he can probably do 20 minutes but he's also got a gill on uh, Uh, so he can basically strap it on over his blow filter oxygen and give him um a breathing source uh but he, but it, I'll tell you, it's a meter wide. You could fit your dorsal fins and tail will rub against the sides. Uh, okay. And there is no way you're going to turn around Okay, if the, if the tunnel doesn't get wider. Well, let's all suit up. I mean, I assume everybody here is good to do a little underwater action. And, uh, like, well, on, yeah, except that you're already nearing normal for most of you. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Dr. Chopra uh, is an osmoform, so she's got a 1500. Yeah. Um, the pilot whale considerably deeper than that. And then, of course, there's remotes and drones. and Okay, yeah, what depth is it at? The tunnel is right outside of the... So the entrance to the tunnel is right outside the classroom. Okay. Okay. So, so it's roughly like 80 meters. So I can swim out there pretty easy? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll go outside with Tom. Okay. Okay. Um, let's get task some drones to go down first. And... Yeah, I'll, I'll get some fish. I'll get fishy yeah. with it. Yeah. So you grab a mask. Uh, actually, you don't need it. You've got nictating membranes. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you jump into the water. Your uniform contracts a little bit and heats up. And uh, you begin swimming. You, know, you have to cycle through an airlock, and then okay. you begin swimming mm-hmm. over to Joel. Actually, uh, we have Hotshot come back over, and you can grab a hold of one of the straps. on his. They call him um, Monkey Harness. Because yeah, they're designed for the, crash the natives. Diaper. Yeah. yeah, the, the natives use them to um, like catch rides on cetaceans all the time. So you grab a hold of one and he can whisk you over faster than you can swim on your own. Yeah, cool, man. Okay. I resist saying we because I'm a professor. <laughs> okay, so you're in, you're in transit. What are the rest of you doing? Um, has uh, Jake uh, finished his profile? Has he just verified that they're not? Yeah, here? we'll say that he's, he's got a profile. You okay. know, don't know if it's flawless. Uh, well, but he'll start running it. Okay. Uh, let us know if you find anything. Um, it does have to run for a few minutes because you have to verify that like any natural variability is a, is a fixed value mm-hmm. okay. uh, within five or 10 minutes. He's like, no, I, the, there doesn't seem to be anything. You're a couple, there were a couple of flagged sites and they verified that there were, weren't any kids there. Okay. So, um, I'll just be looking through any sort of external video cameras or uh, things that might have had a shot, an angle at, and just look at the timeline about when the abduction happened. Like, you know, um, just to see if I can catch something like we, we know we we're now assuming that 
the kidnapper came from the tunnel, went through the kelp forest, plugged on, somehow attached to the uh, classroom, took the kids, um, and then sealed it back up somehow, and then went back the same way. So uh, with that theory, uh, look through any external, like passing ships. If they you know, give me a, a yeah. programming test. And um, Severance, you get a call from mm-hmm. the security team. They are on site and have begun sweeping the supply ship. Okay. Golden Horizon. Good. Uh, Duck Chopra, you have been to this ominous looking hole that goes down through the um, what appears to be basaltic bedrock. There uh, is reg- a mesh. Do regulation net. firearms work under underwater? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you got the right ammo, and I would yeah. assume you would take the right ammo with you. I, I um, there is an, uh, a bioplastic mesh that has been laid attached to the seafloor as substrate for the kelp. Um, but that has also been like cut through in a perfect circle. Well, as much as a, as a mesh would be a circle mm-hmm. uh, over the hole. And you too can feel um, water kind of being slowly drawn, a current being drawn into the hole. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we have drones, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, beyond about 10 or 20 meters, they have to be autonomous because the radio the signal does not pass very well through. I will uh, send them 10 or 20 meters ahead of me and okay. go in after them. All right. Um, I guess, I guess uh, can, the, can the cricket motivate underwater too, or is it just fly? The cicada? No, it also goes, it, it goes on. Yeah, so I'll I'll relay, hopefully with Tom. Okay, he 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 can spool out an aerial for several hundred meters. Okay, you can maintain Um, radio contact. Yeah, silly question because I know it's technically already out there, but could we have gone back and said I retrofitted that with maybe like a cable or something else to continue to have like? Oh yeah, he's got an aerial. I'll just like tie that around my waist, and if I guy, well, I mean, it's a thread. It's a it's a plastic thread that I mean, oh, you can tie it around, right. and it's strong yeah. enough to tug you gently. But it would, if you tried to use it as a climbing rope, it would probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if he books in water, would it pull me? Probably sure. not. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'll um, tie his aerial around me. Tom will be my uh, relay, my swim getaway. You got it. <laughs> All right, so so he's keeping his cicada and. You're yeah. going down, dragging the aerial, and I will. I will communicate through the aerial and send the drones ahead. Of I mean, me. you can also it's dive gear to have a belt spool for a safety line. That's probably yeah, standard that's protocol. Yeah, so you can be running that too. I mean, you don't have to improvise, is what I'm saying. Okay, cool. Um, you guys are professionals. Yeah, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to uh, <laughs> improvise my spelunking equipment from what I had on hand. Yeah. Uh, so you head down the hole. Um, my only question is, how deep are you going to go? Until I find kids in need of medical care, I guess. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, well um, what are the rest of you doing while you, she swims slowly down this tube? You're almost almost head down, probably maybe 10 degrees off of vertical, mm-hmm. uh, heading towards the north. That's the angle of direction, I guess, if you yeah. can understand what I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, so you go I, uh, yeah, very slightly north. Uh, yeah. I am pushing the drones out as far as I can before they go autonomous. Okay, uh, and just they are lighting the they are lighting the tunnel ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is utterly black. You look back over your shoulder a few times and you see 
the sort of glittering silver undersurface. Of Mm-hmm. And that's bright and and probably lit by late afternoon sun at this point. So there's a golden hue, um, but it's an increasingly like small, blindly small circle tunnel. So they Excuse don't see me? My, my goal is to blind the shit out of oh, whatever sure. in that tunnel, so they don't well, see. Well, you're doing a pretty good job of blocking it. Okay. You've okay. got a you've got a um, devices that are shining very powerful head uh, spotlights down ahead of you. Um, yeah. You are. S- surprised by how straight i mean you don't have any engineering devices measuring it but to the eye it sure looks straight mm-hmm. and it's smooth i mean there are cracks in the rock natural like fissures mm-hmm. but or or inclusions but otherwise the walls are almost glass smooth okay uh, but the water is hot no okay the water is increasingly cold and you can feel the current kind of carrying you along. You almost don't even the current is, is strong enough to kind of carry you down. Okay. Well, I'll keep going as long as I still have rope. Um, okay. Uh, you will come to the end of that before you come to the end of the tunnel. Okay. Uh, you're, okay. About, you're about 1,000 meters down. Um, all right. Can I anchor it somewhere that might be easy to grab? I leave one of the drones. Um, yeah, you can just leave, you can leave the spool hanging, and it's a weight like enough of a weight to hold it. Yeah, the line down. Yeah, I leave a drone next to it with a light on, so I can see okay. it. Uh, okay, and then I just keep pushing forward. Okay, what are the rest of you doing? This is a a, a cautious swim, so yeah. it's taking some time. Um, actually, the rest of us should get back to the ship because this is going to. Uh, that's obviously like okay. So if this tunnel's a straight line. Um, and it's heading towards the crevasse, right? Um, yes. So, can we have Apex kind of calculate where that? Assuming it's a straight line, Apex uh, has been tri- triangulating for you, okay. Using her own. So the this the entire complex mm-hmm. is like cutting edge smart facility. Right? Okay. So you've been <laughs> they, they it has been tracking um the signal. Now that it's leaving the aerial behind, because mm-hmm. um, that also reached its limit, mm-hmm. you have, you're now just sort of on estimated position based mm-hmm. on where you've been swimming. Okay. Um, and it does look like the line is intercepting the wall crevasse mm-hmm. probably at about 5,000 meters. Okay. Uh, can our ship go down that far? Uh, you don't have a submarine, but they do. Your ship is, a, is an, air, is an uh, aircraft. Okay. Okay. Well, get uh, uh, Okay. Yeah, in fact, there's, there's the Hadel facility, which is yeah, okay. now the Hadel uh, lab. But there's a lot of cargo subs and and research subs. I requisition their sturdiest sub that can also maybe carry eleven kids. So, like, my plan is, uh, Doctor Shoper keeps going out, and we're gonna all get in the sub and um, get us a pilot. Unless I don't know if Hotshot can pilot a sub as well. Uh, I can actually pilot it. Okay, well then, yeah. All right, so we will. Get in the sub and go to where we think the exit is and rendezvous with Dr. Chopra. Um, assuming so Dr. Oh, yeah, I won't get I won't get that far. Oh, okay. You got a, you got a yeah, that's beyond my crush depth. Oh, you're, uh, you're about there. Okay. Yeah. And and it's not so much crush depth because you don't crush, um, but it does start to sort of like press your tissues in so tightly that nerve fibers start to like okay. malfunction a little bit and all right. it just becomes 
uncomfortable, painful, and eventually disorienting to the point of being. Okay. Well, send send the drones. Well, I'll stop all- before then. Yeah. And, okay. And head back, I guess. All right. Send the drone, at least one drone, on autonomous mode to finish it. See if it mm-hmm. survives. Um, and then head back. Um, and. Uh, by the time we get the 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 submarine up and going, we'll come and pick up Hotshot and you. So just and then we'll right. go down to where we think it'll exit out. And All then- right, I speed the drones ahead of me at like random intervals. Like I have them, I have one wait a couple minutes and then go, and then one okay wait yeah. thirty seconds and then go, and I have them go way faster than I could. Follow. So they communicate with echolocation mm-hmm. when they get out of range uh, yeah. with sonar. Uh, Oh, I don't think we're going to see anything, but I think we might randomly distract. The only one that could hear it, receive it, they're inside the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Um, But as soon as they shoot out the other end, they start signaling. And it doesn't take long before um, (laughs) other systems at the facility pick up their signals. So they have shot out and Apex locates them in her rendering of the chasm. Okay. So you guys, uh, they have a submarine waiting for you. The hatch. Okay. Get in the sub and go to where yeah, they... You, yeah. You jump in. The hatch is barely closed. It submerges. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys are given priority traffic clearance. Um, they open the external hatch and you launch out. Um, Chopra airlocks through into the sub and walks, steps in soaking wet and buckles into one of the passenger seats. And you guys are headed down into the chasm. Okay. So where are you going directly? Um well, I mean, if the drones have already exited out um, and they don't see anything, um, yeah. I, did they record any like side passages in they the didn't. passage? They continued straight down until it came out and then held position when they got there. That okay. was the smartest. They, that was their like they they had reached the extent of their of their command and just mm-hmm. went into standby. Okay, we'll go to where the drones are and like survey it to see if we have any signs, any tracks of where the kidnapper went. Um, okay, so. there is a there is. Um, a scene right out of the abyss. Mm-hmm. Your submarine's bright spotlights are panning across the wall. The water gives this kind of blue tint to the to the floods. The remotes are the two drones are also panning over, kind of coordinating with your scan, mm-hmm. um, and it gives you this eerie view of just a vertical. Um, irregular basaltic wall that has layers of sediment on all the ledges. Um, There's occasional deep sea organism kind of growing out of or living in the, um, the hole itself is a, is exactly what you would expect a perfect one meter circle coming out at the same angle that it, it began the the tunneling. Um, And then it just, you know, to progress outward would just take you out into the middle of the, of the chasm. Um, you are about a thousand meters off the sea floor. Uh, the Hadel, the Hadel lab is probably a kilometer away from where you are. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be that far. No, the Hadel lab is probably a few hundred meters away. Okay. You can see the water's so clear down here. You can see the, the glow of its own lights. Okay. Um, but far, it's too far away to see anything other than the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, aside of a search grid, I, I mean, like. So they went straight down. Yeah. Through the rock. Mm-hmm. With and this. exited into the abyss. Mm-hmm. What are the currents like down here? Very strong. In fact, Damn. the pilot is having the 
he's actually having to earn his pay today because um, so we wouldn't be able to find like any residual trails of like a drive signature or not if it couldn't not if it couldn't resist the current yeah, yeah. um shit. any news from the security team on the cargo transport was i gone they found nothing well you you now would have to relay community yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, echo through a hydrophone but um once you do that you find out that they have they're still searching but haven't found anything okay and they report that everyone seems to be cooperative and suspicious activity okay okay um, how deep could you have gone and still avoided the traffic signature of downhome station down here it would be unlikely that, unless they have they have a few receivers down here yeah but the the main traffic patterns this is way out of range of any traffic collision or anything yeah i guess what i'm trying to figure out is if whether it was intentional or not like did they did they drill through the rock to avoid detection or did they do that just because it seemed yeah. easier than swimming for it some doesn't reason. seem easier than swimming and it's yeah would be i know a yeah detection but it's a monumental task like it just yeah. it's a little boggling yeah that's the thing i can't understand if it's just like hyper professional or Alien, crazy it's, it's, logic. It's yeah. not. If they drilled it for this purpose today, it's science fiction. Okay. All right. Well, that's freaky. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're on site. They're also a few hundred meters away from uh, the Hadel station, which is a scientific research with all kinds of sensor technology. And that didn't, nothing set off any of the arms. No heat, no, uh, uh, no seismic activity um well they're not looking for everything they're looking yeah. for so but you know. with conventional technology drilling a hole like this would have they would have noticed oh, ab- yeah, yeah absolutely there's so, definitely a seismic seismic detectors because yeah it's so we're dealing with science fiction like we're dealing with a out of context a literal out of context problem like, yeah if the if the <laughs> amount of rock mass that they had displaced from the hole had struck the bottom of the cavern yeah it should have registered seismically right as yeah. at least rockfall right um yeah. yeah i need everybody i need everybody to make uh a psyche test please all right psyche test uh even the ones outside um well i assume you came into the submarine with us uh well, okay, yeah. well no he he's swimming outside he's he's oh, gonna okay. have that i mean the submarine is not doesn't not say cetacean compatible yeah mm-hmm. um but he can dive you could probably parallel you to about 2,500 meters okay. and then had to kind of pale off, bail off as it just got too deep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so would it just be my base psyche or could I use determined? base psyche? So target number is always a five for your attribute. Add your, I, I made it. I don't know. And then roll one die. Okay. Yeah, so okay. my psyche is the one. So I need a six or less. Uh, yep. Okay. I, I failed. I, I got a seven. I made okay. it a five or less. Yeah. So. Um, on the second character sheet, you should have a track um, either called Bravery or Thanks, some of them are Composure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you started the game at Composed, and if you failed this test, you shift to Shaken. Okay. okay. And depending upon the circumstances, that can be a penalty or a bonus okay. to what you're up to, right? If you're trying to think straight and be calm, it's yeah. a penalty. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to act... Based on what you know, it could be a uh, or how you're feeling. Oh my god, I'm gonna fail my first real mission. Fuck. <laughs> so where does the sub go? Are you just go, like moving up and down the wall? Or are you headed? 
over to the Hadle station. Um, I don't think they would head to the Hadle station. What is the what is the crush death for the sub? Uh, well beyond the recorded depths for this area. Um, track a straight line. It it it, it was legitimately a straight line, right? Yeah, ten degree yes. down angle. Yes. Okay. We if you're crazy enough to just bore through the rock. To avoid detection. Well, I mean, if rock isn't going to stop you, what's water going to do? Like, maybe we just assume they had it in a straight fucking line right down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's yeah. easy enough to plot. Yeah. And the pilot yeah. takes you there directly and you find a gray mucky. And this weird um, eel-like thing just kind of swims lazily across the seafloor in your spotlights. Damn. There's no marks on the mud. Uh, water is clear. So there's no uh, like meter wide eel, eel, eel sub. Nope. Hotshot, where are you? Uh, I'm guessing if I was following the sub as close as I as long as I can. Well, you had to peel off at some point, so you're alone about 2,500 meters below the surface mm-hmm. um, for the last 15 minutes, or you can return to the surface or just wait for. Them. You're gonna have to. Uh, I'm assuming you're wearing your artificial gill. Yeah. So you don't have to surface to breathe. Are you going to wait or are you going to go back to the surface? I'll wait. Okay. All right. Uh, you get a relay from the hydrophone telling you that the patrol has finished their sweep and they have no reason to detain the vessel any longer. Okay. All right. All relay right. that. All right. I mean, yeah, let them go. I mean, it's probably not the vessel if... We have this fucking kilometer long, impossible hole. Um, yeah, I'm out of ideas. I honestly have no idea what to do. This, I mean, outside of a search of the entire seafloor, just a grid search. Like this is the like calling calling the 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 uh, equivalent of National Guard and just do a widespread search. We're searching for a vessel that's never been seen before and could do things no one has seen done before. Outside of like. Is, unless there's some protocol to contact the aliens on here and be like, "What did did you do this?" Like, I, I don't. Oh, know. I guess I took a sample of the tumble tunnel as I was going through it. Yeah. Okay, so you just like tried to scrape off some rock, or yeah, like char marks. Yeah. Extreme. No char. Nope. Yeah. It's like glass. Okay. Yeah. So. Right. It seems like <laughs> um, vapor. It seems like vaporization I mean, you, you or sublimation. Yeah. Like you chip it, like yeah. I mean, there, if it, in terms of a sample to bring, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, dig into the wall a little bit. Um, probably long shot as well too. But since we're out here, and it had been a suspicion of mine, seeing if there's uh maybe a signal repeater or something to essentially that would have captured the uh the signals from the kids' trackers and relayed them somewhere else. So as as a way of hiding it. Uh. Radio doesn't transfer underwater more than a few very well. So even if there was, I mean, they wouldn't use them down here. Okay. Um, okay. And and but even if they tried, you'd have to have a repeater every um, five meters to. Make I it guess work I guess have Apex uh, contact uh, go through Hadel's complexes sensors of like timestamp for the timeline of the disappearance of the kidnapping to see if there are any anomalies of any kind. Um, anything that can't be easily explained of the of the uh, crevasse of this region. Um, okay. So, um, if there's some kind of anomaly, 
um, to yeah, in this timeline. That like, for instance, right. a radiation spike that couldn't have possibly happened. <laughs> yeah, radiation. That's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, in, the midst, yeah. in the midst of that communique, uh, there is a strange pause mm-hmm. as Apex says a priority message. Okay. We've been informed that students have returned to the classroom. <laughs> oh, oh, what, what? All right, I start loading the pistol ammo for not shooting underwater. Um, yeah, keep them in quarantine. Or wait, are they in the classroom? Uh, I've, I've dispatched medical personnel, uh, but safety officer says they are in the classroom. Okay. Um, yeah, sealed the classroom. So yeah, yeah. Like quarantine hermetically, yeah. as if it had been breached. Yeah, like, yeah, Co- quarantine. Put everyone. it on its own air supply right thing. now. No. Um, no, don't. We, Medical personnel can go in, but they can't come out. Like they have to quarantine as well. Yeah. Bulkhead closed immediately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll comply. Yeah. And so you guys, I don't know what the beat feet equivalent of a submarine is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surface. Yeah. Okay. So you race back to the moon, the moon pool, uh, and, um, dock the submarine. And there's a montage of you guys like stripping off wetsuits and running down halls and like, <laughs> Apparently, at least one of you is like checking his sidearm. <laughs> uh, checking his sidearm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you run up outside the the uh, classroom, and there is chaos. Mm-hmm. The hallway is packed with family, mm-hmm. uh, and then gawker, gawker, and looker, you know, hangers, mm-hmm. and interested people, and friends of the family, and other relatives. Uh, safety personnel, safety officer personnel everywhere. You hear some some of them shouting, trying to get access, and the safety personnel are demanding that they stay back. That they're with medical personnel, they're under quarantine. People are crying. Uh, you literally have to push your way if the hallway's packed. Just push your way through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Are uh, you going to do so? Yeah, yeah. Push yeah. my way through a crowd. Uh, tell Administrator Anderson, I strongly recommend a lockdown. Put every make everyone go home and stay there. It's uh, verse. Yeah. Disperse. Okay, go. then then they do they do a routine lock. Okay, safety yeah. protocol that people are familiar with. M- most people know at this point. Yeah. Gotten out, right. Yeah. Um. And so they assume that it's either because of that or that there's. Yeah. There's a lot of compliance, except from the people here. Yeah. Um. They're like, screw that. I'm not leaving my kid. A few of them peel off, but yeah. it takes Essie to kind of part the crowd to get you guys to the front mm-hmm. um and as soon as people realize who you are they start shouting questions at you grabbing your sleeve um some people are begging other people are demanding but you find yourself behind suddenly behind the wall of safety officers uh looking at the door to the classroom the bulkhead is, is shut okay um did any medical personnel go in there yeah there's a bunch of doctors and okay nurses. uh what, what what is their report what are their what are they no, um, we need to we need to get ourselves clear before we go in there. With there's them. a there's a little window you can look through the bulk yeah, yeah. um, pressure bearing window so you can actually see them with your real eyes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going in. I wanted to hear from right, them, but from you can also the use the yeah. um, mm-hmm. their their own feeds if they give oh, okay. you access to like, yeah, yeah. see what they're seeing. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that. Um, mm-hmm. And and so there are a bunch of kids laying on mats. Mm-hmm. They're soaking wet. There's water everywhere they've got kind of that little bit you ever seen a kid who just refuses to get out of the- uh, cold right. out and they look get kind of blue mm-hmm. they've got that look 
you can see a couple of them moving and you can ask uh, Apex, their, their bio data is back online. Okay. So you can get all of that. Their body temperatures are a little low, they're border, but they're respirating fine mm-hmm. um, and otherwise seem to be unconscious. Okay. So they're so cold, but um, so they've been cold and wet, but they're other, other than that, they're not like, there's no immediate serious problems with them that, that are, apparent. I mean, yeah. Other than like, I'm sorry, this is horrible. Yeah. This is kind of a terrible <laughs> joke, but like we need to get Max to somewhere where there actually is a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I see. If, you say that and you realize that there's only. Oh, I didn't say that. No, yeah. that was out of character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you think crossing it. the meta crossing the meta barrier, yeah. um, being the security guy, you do a head count, and there are only ten kids in the room. Is Maxwell missing? Max is missing. Okay. Um, shit. Uh, I'm gonna go into the room. Okay. Okay. Bulkhead door opens when mm-hmm. you say that. Apex slides it open. You slide in i am going with her there's a surge in the crowd behind and and the safety officers start shouting they try and oh no bulk held uh, seals behind us yeah anybody else going in or just you two uh just I'll them. follow them well or no, no okay no, no, no. the door starts to close and you leap through and you're like oh, too late. <laughs> so ito's inside too all right though ito is the social operator maybe you should be out here yeah, like, I would not say like, Don't worry, Ito. If it, All right, hot shot, if it can burn through five tons ball. of rocks in seconds, I don't think the bulkhead is going to save us. I'm going to assume that you're a big old whale. Yeah. The yeah. window. So when you guys go into the room, uh, hot shot bobbing outside the viewports. <laughs> okay. So like, there's very reserved but urgent medical yeah. to a group of children. If I could, I would be mouthing "what the fuck," but I can't do that. Um, search the scan the um, walls again to see if you notice any changes in the algae like you did before. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do that. It's almost a perfect Venn diagram, but not quite. Or I guess it's, I should say it's almost a perfect circle, but instead it's an a, a slightly flawed circle, so it makes it look like a Venn diagram. Okay. Okay. Um, the ch- algae growth. The algae growth is much more subtle, mm-hmm. uh, but algae grows quickly, and you can sense that there is. And it's not even a difference in the algae growth as much as it's just this. Uh, the circle is spalled out a little bit into the algae that surrounds it. So it looks like someone lined up, not exactly on the same spot. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, maybe go and check the kelp force to see if there's a second hole, which, yeah, I I'll mean, go. I'll go scope it out. Yeah. <laughs> we can't rule it out. We were watching the f- uh, first one. How'd they get back? Okay, um, yeah. those of you that are in the inside can tell that the, um, hole is opposite the smart board. Like it overlaps sort of the upper third of the smart board. Um, and as you swim back through the kelp tunnel, and find what you think is the rock surface that mm-hmm. had the hole before. Um, you can't find a hole. You echolocate, you swim around, you feel for currents. Just looks like plain old rock. Ah, uh, shit, I read this book before. This is bad. Wait, is the, the is the first hole gone? Or is it? 
um, filled. Filled, yeah. Um, shouldn't the smart board have a have a spine like a camera so it can recognize users? Uh, yeah, it would. Does that or, have or, or, camera well, data on it? I don't use it as a camera. I guess it wouldn't use a camera. It would use because it could use a camera, but I, they have accounts, right? So the kids go up and they can touch it, and it registers who they are. So it's are. a touch screen only. Well, it's touch screen. They also have their chips. Um, and there's a lot of smart material, the smart equipment that's just going to register. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if they were doing like VR Connect games, it would have some sort of visual interface, and that mm, might have yeah. been recorded. Like, yeah, that's true. That would probably come right through the screen itself, so individual kids could use it. Multiple, multiple. Yeah. Kids so, like, could out. we get a could we get a smart board camera angle of what happened on the literal plane of empty beds that suddenly became full? <laughs> like, um. That's an excellent question. So uh, Ito is going to need to download. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah, Ito, you're going to hack a smart board for us. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Give me a test, and you'll get a, a strange insight if you are successful. All right. So for this, are we saying no one's a- ever asked that question before? That's a good one. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I don't know to connect because <laughs> I don't want my TV to watch me back. But all right, uh, so this be a programming underwater habitat. <laughs> yeah, not quite. Are we looking at a programming or electronics? Uh, I think electronics. Yeah. Okay, you're not really programming. You're trying to spoof the the system and <laughs> use it <laughs> use it in a way it wasn't really intended to be. Okay. Um, hmm. Can this? I, I guess would I be able to add logical in here possibly to see around sure. another way? Okay. So that'll be well, like if it, if it did facial recognition, it would you could register in the timestamp when it started recognizing the faces of the children again. Yeah. So if it like recognized them at the hole, we can see them come out of it. Uh, but if like to... they just suddenly teleported back in their fucking beds after being offline for <laughs> four hours or whatever, that's that's a different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> challenge was seven on that with the the logical, and I got both sevens on the dot. Okay. So that means you succeed, but there's uh, a complicated. Um, mm-hmm. um, the, I mean, in in actual execution, this should be really simple, and you should get exactly what you're looking for, um, assuming that it had something to record. But in actual practice, you realize if you look in just the last twenty minutes or so, well, it took you almost half an hour to get back up in here from down below. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the last 30 minutes, you realize that there's some sort of physical damage to the smart board. Um, it's still working, but imagine you're looking, imagine you're looking through a window, but that window is, and it's a circular window. Part of that window is, is obscured by, uh, another dark circle that is superimposed over part of the view. Mm-hmm. So you can see kind of part of the view, but it's, it's obscured the same way that your uh, smart screen on your phone gets obscured when it gets shattered. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. parts of it turn black inexplicably and parts of it still work. And you can see like a kaleidoscope image of, of things. As um, the digitizer just uh, yeah, sometimes it, it. It, it depends on who, you know, the circumstance, sometimes the phone seems to still work fine. Other times big chunks of it are black and missing. So it's kind of like that, you know, in a weird circular pattern of cracks. So um, it, re- and goes, it, it reassembled it to look okay, but not to work. Um, that seems to be what yeah. happened. And then you retrace that and that, that function is worse now 
you trace it past a point when you are guessing the kids returned. Mm-hmm. The malfunction is still there, but it's less obscuring. And so that shows broken imagery of mostly an empty classroom. And in fact, you can find the timestamp in yourselves coming in, looking around and doing whatever you would were doing during your investigation. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to a point where it becomes perfect again. And you see kids just sleeping and the teacher go to their, to their classroom. So it was apparently damaged twice and the damage just compounded. Yeah. So Cause it came in. Entity that can. Yeah. In fact, spontaneously the so, remove and rearrange the matter in a in perfect fact, the circle. Is so bad yeah. um, that after the kids have returned, it's basically just sta- the equivalent of broken screen static. The whole, the whole thing. All right, I guess I'll try and talk to the kids and see if they remember anything. This ought to be great. Kids are great at this kind of stuff. We'll, <laughs> we'll end up sentencing their preschool teachers to Satanism trials. This is, a, um, this is my yeah. favorite part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will talk to the children. Uh, trauma counselor, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so they are... Are you going to leave them laying in their wet clothes on their wet mat? Uh, but silvery blankets, the silvery sign blankets. of all, yep. yeah, they're, all things have gone wrong. And they start to warm up. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. you know, battery powered and they, they warm up. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of doctors and nurses who are to the medical facility. I'm imagining severance. You shut that shit down and <laughs> mm-hmm. tell them to hold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it takes a while for them to come out of it. Uh, but the first of them sort of comes around and looks around in a bit of a panic um, and starts to shiver um, and cry a little bit and asks for um, their dad. Who's dad? Uh, his name is Michael. Okay. Uh, the kid I tells you think- that. <laughs> his name is Michael. Okay, I'm going to find him. Um, I've got, you know, Apex, right? Yeah, yeah, Apex. Apex is looking for him right now. Um, until he gets here, can you help me? We'll just find his chip. I can yeah, yeah, him. he's on his way. He's coming. Um, until then, can you help me? Looks at you and you see the sees the uniform. Is raised in a, an environment where that kind of thing matters. So, yeah kind of fixates on the GEO logo on the front of your uniform. and uh, What do I have to do? Uh, can you just tell me what happened uh, during nap time and around then today? Uh, the kid starts to look around the room from his prone position and like sees the other kids laying prone with blankets over them and eyes go wide and snaps back to look at you. Uh, we took naps. Mm-hmm. Miss, Miss uh, they've done blood work us. already, right? They're they've taken samples. Yep. Do they have the free radicals uh, the, indicative? They have the same unidentified substance in a in their blood. Okay. Um. Do you remember anything at all from Nap? Like even the craziest dream you might have had? Just anything that happened? Um. I know you're really sleepy, but anything to, at all seems to um. Stop, stop thinking outwardly, and you definitely see by the 
thinking about something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bottom lip starts to do that, that quiver and he starts to cry and sob more than cry. Um, hey, are you a good artist? I'm no, I like to, I like to play soccer. Okay. Can you give me a trauma? Give me a trauma counselor uh, test, please. Yeah. Draw me a creepy picture I can use as a special collectible in my video game. (laughs) Um, I will do trauma counselor. Uh, Does matching it count? Uh, Yes. You succeed with a complication. I have a succeed with a complication. I got one five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the kid, the kid's story is rambling, uh, and you, (coughs) you sit him up and put some pillows behind him and force a crayon and a piece of, uh, usable plastic in drawing plastic into their hands. And Mm -hmm. he's right. He draws terrible. Um, (laughs) but you do, that's the complication. Um, but you good for you on the self-reflection buddy you are bad at this but that's but knowing it is its own kind of skill Uh, but anybody that's watching this probably be everybody because you can yeah yeah. uh, give me a test to sort of figure out what it is you're looking okay (laughs) observant and there's a weird yellow line around the head yeah um with triangles on it Detail oriented. All right. And something like, is that a like jellyfish? Nope. I roll terribly. <coughs> Do we know what uh, else? You can also um, make an identification, Doctor Chopra. You don't. Oh, okay. You know, you know. I will try that. I would. Essie, hotshot. Any of you? Um, yeah. I'm just kind of looking over my list. Uh, I guess. Culturally, maybe, you know, incor- that's like incorporate or NIS expat or something like that. I made no, it a native culture? More about just your inherent ability to remember details and make connections. I, so I made it on native culture. Yeah. Uh, native culture, yeah, it does not look like sea life. Okay. In fact, you think that's, you think that's a palm tree, not a, not a jellyfish. Okay. okay. Biological really, science? It's really as bad. Yeah. Uh, Poseidon Frontier. <laughs> uh, you have Investigator, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that was my next move. Okay. Um, so, newcomer culture or social operator, just here. to kind of suss out what they're... I'll give you social think. operator at minus two, because you're gotcha. just connections between things that have happened today. Can't do. Okay, so I'm going to go uh, Investigation and Aware, I guess. I'm looking for stuff. Okay. Um, so that'll give me five. I'll roll two and I'll get a three. Okay, those that make it, you're not sure, but it sure looks like one of the wild things in a in a really badly drawn kid version. There's okay. a golden crown well, I guess, yeah. and big eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Minus two uh, plus the logical. Uh, could I add logical onto my social operator? Sure. Okay, so uh, that would put me at six. So I would actually, uh, yeah. So I'll I'll get those. So. Okay. Yeah. So you guys send a note to a mental note to Chopra, yep. um, identifying it as maybe a scene from the book you guys look. 
for today. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe ask it, ask the kiddo about this. Hey, where'd you see that? Where we went? That was <laughs> one. That was from Max's book, right? Do you know where Max went? He took us there. He did. He said it would be fun. He it said, wasn't fun, though, was it? He said there would be a wild rumpus, and it was, it was scary. How did he say that? <laughs> he just starts crying. Okay. Awesome. All At right. this point, other kids are beginning to stir. You hear sobbing. You hear, like, some kids are like, I'm hungry. Is it snack time? <laughs> Good you know, snack comes after nap. Yeah. Um, so they don't really remember. Well, they don't seem to be. People are calling for, well, yeah. some of them are quite upset. Some of them are calling for mom. Okay. Um, so a variety of reactions. Uh, I need the medical staff to see me on the other side of the room. Okay. They uh, Well, they link to you. You don't actually, no one does that. Yeah, yeah. Speak silently. Uh, you'll need to anesthetize all the children, push fluids and nutrients, and maintain their blood work. Um, we'll need uh, to put hoods over them until we have such time as if they've come in contact with foreign contacts. But uh, we should allow the parents hood? to see their face as we gurney them hood. out of hoods. the classroom. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Isolation hoods. So he was tracking until you said hoods. And seems dubious, but... Uh, they administer some sedatives. They bring in, there's a whole bunch of gurneys waiting outside. They bring them in, load the kids up and start filing them out and heading them towards medical. What yeah. I mean, they just need to put isolation tarps over them because. Well, I thought you wanted them to do their faces before they cut them away. Isn't that what oh you yeah. Said? You should be wearing a mask as well. But I mean, if you cannot oh. explain to me how these people got back into this room, I, see what you, I do I not want were... them to be exposed to your life exp- life support system. <laughs> Yeah, so they'll put a, they'll do hazmat protocol. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought you said hoods, like like rendition hoods. Over the kids no, head. I mean like uh, no. I want people to see their face, but I want clear. Right. They'll put them in. Well, they have hazmat bubbles on. Bubble boy. Yeah. yeah. So let the parents see their kids not dead and they're just asleep. Mm-hmm. Let there them see their a, life signs. There is beeping. an inevitable amount. There's an inevitable uproar that takes place. Both like, oh my god, they're alive, but also the, oh my god, they're in a hazmat bubble. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's like uh, they, it's like a magnet. They just draw the parents behind the gurneys towards the medical. So within moments the, of actually loading the kids up and starting the train up to medical, the hallway is empty except for a few straggling safety officers who look expectantly at you guys. All right. I have an out of character question because I'm not as versed in the lore as I should be. Are there psychic? Is Max like... There are carrying through the rocks. Like there is a, there is one um, illegal dubious um, biomod that some people claim gives like predictive, but really other people scientifically are just hyper awareness and analytical ability that lets people make good predictions. Um, But that's it. And it's, that's pretty fringe and not. I guess not I'm going to take a deeper look at Max's 504 <laughs> to see if there's anything in there to indicate he could sure. bring Maury Syndax creations to life. Yeah. But I don't know well, how you get that. There's a lot in there about Max and his relationship to where the wild things are. 
okay. he's nonverbal, like I mm-hmm. said. So he doesn't a lot of it yeah, is not a little worried about how he told them anything. Mm-hmm. It's not report. Yes, the fact that he said <laughs> Max told us. Yeah. Uh, in fact, make another psyche test for me, Doctor Chopra. <laughs> yeah, that's where I got the "is he psychic" question. Yeah, that's from. fair. Um. So, yeah. I make it with a one. Okay, so you do not drop down in your. Comp- yeah. Uh, but you are a little, um, mm-hmm. a little shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, there is nothing indicated in here beyond his obsession with well, his autism and his obsession with um, where the wild things are uh, that implies that he's anything other than a yeah. five-year-old, six-year-old. Well, he's seven. Yeah. But. There's nothing on his account messages like where he was messaging other students um, textually. He doesn't, he doesn't write either. Yeah. Okay. Lots of drawings. Like there's file after file of therapeutic drawings. And almost all of them are something to do with Where where the wild things are. are. Okay. Macaroni picture of James Gandolfini. (laughs) Kids love to make those. Kids love Um, it. So you stand there. It's quiet. The the, um, hallway, like I said, has a few straggling safety officers and and you. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so the kid made contact with an alien somehow, or the alien found the kid uh, and is somehow interested because of the kid's autism. Um, and is. But we have no way to track the kid or to recall the alien or even make contact with the alien because the alien can come and go as it pleases. We have no way. Um, it filled the hole. Wait, I, I'm just a bit unclear. Did it fill the hole? Go back to the first hole, like send a drone. Is it filled in now? There is no hole. Hotshot's been unable to find any sign. Um, okay. Other than the damage, other than the damage to the kelp. Okay. So, so it's not even like it filled it. It just unholed it. Yeah. It unholed it. Okay. So basically is might as well be magic level of, uh, technology or ability or whatever it is. It's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the only lead we have are the kids. So, to, I mean, just do a series of interviews to try and figure out. Part, pardon the interruption. Yeah. But um, Engineer Williams is on his way here, and he's quite upset. Yeah. Um, Reasonable. Yeah. Um, I don't Did so- he ever get more information from the filter? Yeah, well, no, it, it was yes. deep. Oh, he did? I thought he said Well, it. not the filter. You, but, uh, you asked him the life support there. profile like of the yeah. kids. Yeah. Are they uh did he find something with that? Uh no, we talked about what he found in mm-hmm. red that flags and he checked them out and they were okay. explained by other reasons. Okay. So all right, well, um yeah, I'll meet him um and give him the news. Um yeah, we we just don't have any okay, answers. Storms around the corner. Uh, you can see in his wake is coming a a a woman who's clearly been crying, kind of uh, a mousy gray hair or like mousy brown hair, mm-hmm. um, and she she seems kind of withdrawn. And it's clear she was trying to slow him down mm-hmm. uh, and drag him away, but he was just way bigger than her and angry. Yeah. Uh, he storms around the corner. He says, 
What the fuck is going on? Where's my son? Um, I'm. He storms I, right up to whoever's in front. I, I, I'll be in front. Okay. Um, but Essie will be right behind me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, I'm sorry, Mr. Williams. Uh, unfortunately, the ten of the students were returned by unknown un- unknown means. Uh, but your son, um, was not among them. I got that much. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Where is he? We Where'd you find the other ones? They, How come he's not with them? They were returned to this the classroom. Re- returned by who? We don't know. Where did they go? We don't know. You don't... He starts to get that, like, Essie, you're like, he's going to punch something. <laughs> you don't know if it's going to be the wall or or severance. Yeah. Do you want to interfere? I mean, only if it's going to be severance. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I, I got no beef with the wall. <laughs> yeah, um, I can. I could try to at least see if I can help calm him down to maybe okay. Okay. get social operator or charmer. Just put myself between, sir. I cannot begin to understand how you're feeling in this situation. I can only sympathize. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're literally dealing with an unknown factor that as far as we can tell, has potentially interacted with your son in some way. We only have this answers. That's like, so if... Give me your social operator test. Yeah. Please, please be calm. Uh, let's see. And, uh, can I link in logical again to that? Uh, sure. Uh, so it's, 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 this is what we could do. Please don't hit me. I bruise easily. Uh, two successes. So okay, she... You seem to stop him. You can see his shoulder tense as he brings his arm up. He stops the swing. Um, But at the same moment, when he settles back down, his wife doesn't scream, but she starts crying so loudly and begging him and like pulling on his shirt um, that he kind of gets shook out of it and turns to to face her. And she's just begging him to to come home and to stop and and we'll we'll find him. We'll find him. And she just starts crying, kind of unconsolably. And triggers in him another protective instinct, and so he turns to address her. What are you guys going to do to extricate yourselves, or where are you going to go next? Do I have like an air hypo and shoot into people's necks? <laughs> All this emotion. Jeez. <laughs> not, uh, it's oops. not good for children. Yeah. 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 But maybe we'll start with the guns behind the air in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chopper has all sorts of procedural algorithms for dealing with trauma, but not with parents yeah. at this point. So okay. really just the pss, pss would be best. Caleb, as far her. as I'm concerned now, you can no longer give me shit about any blow dart guns. And hey, <laughs> all right. So it worked. Yeah. So she manages to lead him off. Um, and you guys going to go to medical and interview more kids? Or are you going to? The only other thing I classroom? can think is, um, Rig up the outer that wall of the classroom so that if there's uh, a minute like instantaneous change in like the smart board, it triggers another alarm. Um, so that if you can you, certainly put yeah, piezoelectric sensors or yeah, um, so Ito, uh, yeah, Ito, do that. Um, because if he comes in a third time to deposit Max, let's at least get a look at our visitor. Um, because yeah, do we know how it target acquired him? Like, is that something we can figure out? But I mean, we'd probably have to understand its perception, right? Yeah, exactly. We yeah. we could figure out that. I mean, that Max autistic, and none of the kid, other kids are. So that's 
a reasonable inference that, and also the other kids mentioned where the wild things are and Max talked about it, which is not something Max can do. So it's something about the, our visitor is interested in Max's condition. Um, but other than that, we have no idea how it could perceive that. We have no idea how it can evade our sensors. Um, uh, I guess in the interview, I just want to ask every kid how to, yeah. I, the main point I'm trying to get at with every one of them is how did Max talk to you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they, they say that he just fucked and they care. They characterize it as they don't characterize it as a dream. They can, they're convinced that they were where the wild things. Um, mm-hmm. you can't help, but assume it was a dream or maybe you can't, maybe you can believe they went somewhere. Um, but Max was just talking to them in that way. The kids don't find it. You know, kids don't necessarily aren't concerned about stumbles in logic or like yeah. Max can't talk. So, it's weird that he talked to us. They just say he talked to them. Uh, There's can a lot I of ask crying. him when he did it? Like before breakfast, after breakfast, before lunch, after lunch? Like uh, no, during the during the the dream, during the nap time, exclusively also, during nap time. Like yeah, they said that they went they went to nap time and then said let's go to the wild. Hey, Chopra, do you want to ask him if this is the first time Max ever talked to them? Good yeah, friend. I would include that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, the kids, some of the kids are like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, we talk all the time. But you realize that they don't mean actually using words. They play games and, and you know, hang out with Max. But you realize that actually verbalizing, they all recognize. But as kids are want to do, they're able to communicate elseways. And right. they don't really draw the same distinction that you get right. once it becomes clear. So... Half an hour goes by, hour goes by, interviewing kids, checking the, the, their blood work. Um, mm-hmm. That molecule is, um, you are on, on the right track with its structure, uh, but it all already started, the samples are already started. Dissolving. Um, yeah. Well, they're, uh, yeah, oxidizing, coming apart. Oxidizing, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> we just don't have enough to, like, right. uh, to go Mr. from Severance. There. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Severance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am receiving a transmission from Max's biochip. Where? Uh, his apartment. Or his family. His family's apartment. His family's apartment. Uh, contact the apartment. It, um, it it just came back online. Uh, in what room? Uh, he's in their bedroom. Is a, is uh, the bedroom uh, facing an outer wall? like uh it is not it's an interior room it is okay <laughs> all right injection uh, gun in one hand all right let's uh, get security outside the apartment make sure no one leaves uh, get medical uh on there we'll be there shortly no one goes in or out of that until we get there um okay so you guys beat feet running down the hall mm-hmm. uh another montage of you guys mm-hmm. also, uh, and you all also come to a side okay you can get as close close to it as you can it doesn't have an exterior wall um the entire apartment is interior yeah oh Oh, wow well you don't want i mean people's living living quarters probably not best to put um next to pressure bearing bulkhead (laughs) well it's Um, got such a nice view though uh well but you can do that with holograms um you all come to a crash start outside the door and suddenly there's just to order an apartment and it's got a number on it. Okay. And there's another apartment. So 
you know, people walk down the hall and give you a strange look and, and. Okay. Um, I'll call Jake. Just like Williams. Um, hello, uh, Mr. Williams. Um, yeah, I know he's back. Okay. Good enough. Thank you. Can you just leave us alone now? I'm sorry. That's not how this works. Um, how what works? You have no rights here. We've got my son back. Just, uh, we have to, we have to examine your son to make sure he's fine. We have to make sure that there's no, um, uh, threats present. We don't know how he got back inside the uh, structure. We don't know where he's Are been. You outside of my apartment door. Yes. Be a shame if there was a super soldier here. Yeah. The line goes dead, and yeah. the line goes dead, and you suddenly the door opens, but just a crack. Like a crack. Mm-hmm. That you can see your face, and his foot is deliberately like. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could break his foot, no problem. Yeah. It's not the first thing you do. Yeah. What? We have to examine your son. We have to interview both of you to find out what happened. This is a major security issue, as you can imagine. I mean, at, at this point, like, he's the, he's the head of life support, right? It would be reasonable and within the bounds of getting what we want to share what we know so far about, like, the two overlapping. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. essentially went up to the outside of the building with a car. But he's also a panicked father who just got his son back sure. and doesn't understand anything that's going on. All right. And so is just so- grabbing on to his natural emotional response. Rescue odds. I, I can talk to people. I can talk to panicked civilians. Dart in your neck. Yeah. Uh, and I am uh, determined or cool headed. Uh, so yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Fine. Uh, yeah. I got a one. One blood sample, a quick medical, and then you get the rest off of his bio monitor at least for the next 30 hours. What, uh, as lo- as long as you uh, agree to that, all three of you were quarantined inside the apartment. Of course. Okay, and uh, we will uh, put up uh, monitor the filtration system to make sure nothing. Uh, but yeah, um, we can we can we can um, as long as you. So he he reluctantly uh, lets you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a small apartment because you know space is still a premium in an underwater habitat. Sure, but it's well appointed. Um, you can see there's probably a bathroom and then a bedroom and then a kid's room. Mm-hmm. And uh, the door to the kid's room is slightly ajar. And as you walk in, you can hear a mumbling. Um, and it's the mother. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and and then Max took the, sailed for a year and a day. And then he went to the island of the uh, wild things. And when he got there, the wild rumpus. And, and she's kind of trying to read through her sobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you approach the door and swing it open, you can see that they're sitting on the bed, uh, and she's got the book open or a book. You don't know if it's, it, we probably still have the original. Mm-hmm. This is another one. And she's thumbing through the pages. She's not looking at the book. She's staring at the wall mm-hmm. and she's just turning the pages and reading out of rope memory. Yeah. Um, who goes through the door first? Um, I'll go through. I'm going to deal with the dad. Okay. okay. As you go through the door, you, you catch this whole scene, but what strikes you is that the kid is looking you in the eyes before you clear. Okay. So, so you clear the door and he's already, and it is locks, locks vision with you as your own face clears the door. And he just stares at you. So he, make a psychic test. Make a psychic test for okay. me. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do with the dad? 
Uh, I'm going to need a blood sample from you to establish a baseline. Fine. He rolls up his sleeve, holds it out nonchalantly. Yeah. I make that. Uh, implanted surgical instrument cuff. I leave something a little behind. Okay. In the syringe to perhaps make him a little sleepy. Okay. So a little sleepy nighttime you juice. You hold your arm up and there's that, that cool moment where the skin just folds back and all these little <laughs> stick out. And one of them snakes over and injects him. Uh, with a, It's a little ultrasonic hypodermic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. hissing sound mm-hmm. rather than an injection and you just kind of pump some stuff in and take some blood out um and it sockets away in a little vial and you pocket the vial mm-hmm. okay i will do that why, why don't you have a seat sir you've had a big day <laughs> yeah yeah you this much that. stretch coming off you you're likely to crash owing to the shock so make sure you're sitting down <laughs> can you guys just make this quick my wife is yeah we'll take care Probably. of everything just just have a nap. Listen to some. I'm just going to put some cigarillos on and light a scented candle. It's fine. Just yeah. Good night, Severance. You see this kid staring you in the eye. Did you make your psyche test? Yeah, I did actually. Okay, it's it's a little chilling and weird, especially because that's kind of the opposite of what autistic kids usually do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Hello, Max. Uh, hello. Uh, what's the wife's name? Sharon. Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Uh, she just keeps reading. And, and then he declared the wild rump. <laughs> oh. And it, it, it becomes less about the words. Yeah. And she kind of stops turning the pages and the book kind of flops in her lap. And she's trying to say the words, but they're just overwhelmed by sobs. I, and the thing that breaks your heart is she's not looking at her kid. She She's like staring at the wall. Uh, not I, looking at her own kid. I, the kid I, is just sitting there. They're not. They're not touching. There's mm-hmm. like a little gap between them. Mm-hmm. She's not got an arm around him. Mm-hmm. He's not like touching her. He's just staring you in the eye. Uh, Severance, could you send mom out here? We need a yeah. blood sample to establish baseline. Um, yes, uh, Sharon. <laughs> I, I sort of guide Sharon by the shoulders. Come on. She look. doesn't resist. She okay. gets up. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a little just, weird because she's still saying occasionally a word from the book as she comes out into the room. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah. Uh... So as, as they're doing that, I'm actually going to go in and um, props, by the way, for, for uh, mentioning the whole like casual racism angle earlier, yeah. because uh, it, it definitely what goes around comes around mm-hmm. uh, because I figure given my physique and everything, like I may actually be able to make better contact here. Um, oh. Because like, I can call up where the wild things are and, and basically like, you know, or I guess the book's in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. So you're going to go in with, with severance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, basically just like, okay, you can't do the normal sort of contact establishing things, right. With, a, with, with an autistic person, like, we've got to do more legwork before we can get anywhere. So, mm-hmm. so that's where I'm going to go. Like as long as, and I'm assuming like if any, if any of the, of the gene splicing like results in a more, gosh, this sounds ugly to say it this way, but like if, if there's more of the, of the animal mentality in there, this is going to be an easy behavior pattern. Now, sure. I mean, that's what people think, but you're, you're, I mean, the difference between a human and a housefly is, is not that significant genetically, right? So the difference between like a chimpanzee and a human is less than 2%. Um, So 
So you are a human. You just have plus a couple of things. Okay. Um, and so, so that's where a lot of the not so casual racism comes from, but it's a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, in that case, I've worked security ops for a long time. And so I, I am more used to that kind of nonverbal communication. At any rate, I'm, I'm just trying to say, like, I'm not going to go in and just scoop him up or anything. Right, right, right. Like, sit down next to him with a decent boundary. Mm -hmm. So are you going to try and draw more attention? Sorry, say that again. Are you yeah, going to draw you're, more you're attention from him than Severance? Like, are you going to be the yes. one like? Yeah. Okay. He will switch his locked gaze to yours. Uh, mm -hmm. As soon as you make your presence bigger or more motion. Yeah. Okay. And his body is, is motionless, just turns his head and stares you in the eyes. Um, okay. What you also notice, as you mentioned, I do a lot of security ops. Um, I, I see you, you know, in my mind, you walk into a room and kind of assess. Right. Um, and at first you don't realize what it is you're looking at, but then you realize one of the HVAC vents up on high on the wall has been peeled outward. Okay, um, I'm just gonna ping that in a in a message to the group. Okay, you all see it. Okay, it's way, keep for, it's way too small for the kid to have climbed through, but it is weird. Yeah, uh, the little grill on it has just been peeled back. Okay, um, have Apex scan that air. Uh, duct, where does it go, and is there any uh, other damage in elsewhere? There are a whole series of malfunctions at the filtration systems. Um, Physical malfunctions, like they're offline. Oh, just to go back through uh, the network of HVAC. Okay, why wasn't this? Why weren't we alert? When did this happen? Um, she, she. I keep saying she because okay. in my mind it's a she. Yeah. It's it describes um, starts downloading. Not as it almost feels like she's making an excuse. Yeah, but then comments on the number of inputs that it. Uh -huh. Every every second for this oh. facility, uh, and the number of malfunctions that are associated with that, um, okay. and it's not always an intuitive thinker, mm -hmm. but now makes the connection and apologizes for its failure. And it was just in the last fifteen minutes. Okay, um, where does it terminate? Does it terminate somewhere outside, like an exterior wall or a bolt uh, in, into an open um, hallway? Open hallway. Like two hallways over okay. in the apartment complex. Does that apartment wing. does that hallway have an exterior wall? Um, no. Okay. I guess I'll go up there and look at that. Yeah. If I get that tech netted and well, the parents should, go shouldn't you get a blood sample from the kid? Examine so, the kid first. Yeah, so I wasn't really trying to get blood sample. I was just trying to severance. knock his fucking parents out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, exam I could Doctor Schober kid, you examine the kid to see if there's any new anomalies. Compared to yeah, this. yeah, sure. All I'll, right, I'll analyze Max. All right, so Ito, all yeah, you check the hallway. Be in there, it's a kind of crowded little kids' room bedroom now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll get out and leave. So uh, it's decorated yeah. in any kind of mm -hmm. where the wild things are, posters and books and toys and whatever they could okay. gend up or had someone make or bought commercially. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you bend over, take a blood sample. Mm-hmm. Essie, what are you doing while you're kind of distracting the kid during this? Because you know kids don't like needles. Still reading. I mean, if he's locked in eye contact with, I mean, when I say reading, I'm like, you know. You're just reciting it from the yeah. file in your head? Okay. Um, you get it, you're getting the response just from, you know, you move your head, he moves 
mm-hmm. but you're He's not tracking. getting, you don't seem, the words don't seem to be relevant. You stop talking for a minute, doesn't change per, comp, what it was saying or doing. You start reading again, doesn't seem to change his gaze. Chopper, you start to draw blood and it's difficult. Theranos, you failed us. Um, <laughs> that was really difficult. Well, usually it's it's more liquid than this. Um, what gets sucked into your syringe is more like uh, runny grape jelly. Oh, yeah. going to analyze that as best I can without touching it. Um, you going to do vitals or anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like pupil response as he's pupils are boring a hole through Bill's character. Um, pupils look like they like he's on serious drugs. I mean, they're they're almost no iris left. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a Cthulhu problem. We need to. Mm-hmm. Oh lock no! Down. What if he was rendered down to fucking jelly and re-rendered <laughs> back into person? That's how he got the most. The, event. The, the most. The most disturbing thing is he doesn't even have a pulse. At least in the regular places. Under, understood. Where where is his pulse originating from? Oh no no sorry read that a different way. Yeah. None of the other kids that we took blood samples from them right and that 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 didn't yeah. happen with any of the other kids right? Nope. Okay. I'm gonna message Jesse to maybe remove mom and dad to a further location. Could you do that? Yeah. Until I, are are they still conscious? I no mean, no yeah. They, well, I, I say in my yeah, I say in my message they're they definitely not be. conscious. You're going to need to track them. So yeah. did you? I thought you just tranquilized them. Did you actually put them down? Like oh yeah, I definitely put okay. them down. Yeah, so I don't you, need to deal are, with that shit. Are you going out in the in the apartment? Yeah. Okay, they are sprawled out like where they were sitting. They're just like mm-hmm. head back, armed out. The woman has collapsed into his lap because she was sitting next. She's collapsed into his lap. Um, yeah, we're gonna need them unconscious while we put their changeling in some sort of study chamber. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that I'm, shit. I'm gonna get a hut to the to the medical and uh, put one on each shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, doctor, you're alone in the bedroom with him. I'm yeah. Out, I, yeah. Well, I'm outside the room. I'm looking at. Yeah, you can look. You, yeah, you're checking the hallway. No, no, no. You know, like, you need to go okay, to the hallway. You are caught off guard as he just brings his legs up and kicks you in the chest. <laughs> awesome. Um, not in any way, but not in any way that like is going to cause real damage. But what happens? I'm imagining you're mm-hmm. so you're on the balls of your feet, and you get hit in the chest, and you just sprawl backwards because there's nowhere for you to go. Right? Yeah. You can't. You can't support yourself. You clutch at the blankets and slide. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you kind of recover, you see he has already leaped to the <laughs> vent, and. One of his arms has disappeared in, in the vent, and he's jamming his head and upper body into the vent, um, and then scrabbling with his little kid feet to try and like push the rest of him into this impossibly small hole. Is Give it working? Test. Oh, it's working. Okay, I'm shooting. Test. I am just shooting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me a psyche test first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then an initiative test. Yeah, I'm only here to save humans. Um, it's okay, guys. He just got, like, you know, gene swapped with a psychoactive octopus. I got a five again. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. That's, no. okay. That's Wednesday. So you're like, fuck this. Draw <laughs> your sidearm. Uh, yeah. The the hypodermic, there's this really artsy shot is the hypodermic with mm-hmm. us 
goes kind of like spinning across the wall floor <laughs> and a big handgun comes up to take its place. <laughs> um, Are we you, talking like Kubrick here? Is this to the, to the <coughs> blue Danube? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Uh, more like John Woo and <laughs> Hippocratic Oath. Kind of. Yeah. Um, and we get a dub down here. So you need to roll initiative and that's just an attribute test for coordination or an applicable coordination focus attribute. So five base plus your coordination, or if you have quick or fast or that kind of thing, you could use that focus attribute instead. I do not. I think I will just be, I'm athletic or precise. Does that work? Uh, not for, not for the initial, how fast can you, re- can you react? Cause you got to okay. get yourself up off the floor, draw the gun and, and shoot. I'm fit. Does that work? No, that's for, that's for physique. This is just okay. for coordination. So <laughs> add coordinate. your coordination to five and roll one die. Okay. I got three out of five because my coordination is... So eight. this is where it matters how much you made it by. The action two. Okay. Right? Um, he made his by three. Mm-hmm. And so you can shoot, but you're shooting at a, a little like keds as the feet like get sucked into the, into the um, HVAC system. <laughs> yeah. Well, ricochet little, is a thing. Fingers. So I'm just yeah, going to send the rest of the clip down after. <laughs> okay. So give me a shot. Um, it's a smart weapon and you're plugged into it. So that'll give you a plus two. Mm-hmm. Um, but the target is small and moving and you're shooting it. It's going to be a, a minus two. So we'll just have you shoot it and you're point blank and range. What is, what is the base for shooting? Uh, well, what skill set are you using? Oh, Jesus. I'm not great about that. Um, perhaps the heaven native district was not fun. Uh, damage control, uh, ERT member. Do we get firearms yeah, training? Firearms training because yeah. Poseidon's a dangerous place and you got to take care of errant wildlife sometime. Yeah, I will do ERT member then. Okay. Um, so that's five plus something in coordination. No, um, is ERT is your five and then yeah. you add your coordination to it. You could use your precise. Yeah, I will do that. So I need under a seven with one die. Um, yeah. Three. Yeah. Three. Okay. You unload. Oh, and because it's a semi-automatic, you, um, rounds going downrange. Mm-hmm. And so you can actually increase the damage or multiple targets since it's a single target. Definitely damage. The damage. <laughs> shooting, uh, shooting into a hole. Wild. So roll 3d10. And this is the only time that the number of successes matter in the system. Okay. One success is a minor wound. Two successes is a major wound. And three successes is a mortal wound. That, is, that damage rating for your gun is a six. So anything six or less is a success. Now, okay. the durability of the target, any cover or whatever, subtracts from that as well. But you don't know how durable he is. Yeah. Okay. So I will roll and I need under sixes. I got two fours and a nine, so two successes. So two successes, that's a major wound. Um, there is blood splatter, well, great jelly, jelly splatter, jelly yeah. splatter um, yeah. that kind of coats the lip of the hole as the legs pull them. Okay. Um, into, the, into the HVAC vent. HVAC's <laughs> locked down the filter system. Um, <laughs> Hotshot, you have a you have a drone in the facility that is probably way faster than anybody on foot. Yeah. Uh, Give me a remote ops test if you want to try and intercept. Okie dokie. What are the rest of you doing? So you guys are just out there look, trying to lift up the unconscious bodies. 
when you suddenly hear gunfire coming <laughs> from the kid's bedroom. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, two. I think you're muted, Aaron. Uh, rush on the door, so. Okay, so you rush to the door, uh, and you see crouched there on the floor, surrounded by where the wild things are, um, is Dr. Chopra mm-hmm. uh, with a smoking pistol aimed <laughs> at a blood-splattered HVAC opening. Did it go in there? Yeah, it's not the kid. I'm just going to pop out the magazine. and read <laughs> Click. Snap. Um, it's in the yeah, vents. I'm just going into the hole. Apex, close off the uh, track the filter <laughs> system. Complying. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try to see if I can aid Apex in trying to improve its... Okay, uh, you all get like a picture-in-picture of the HVAC system, mm-hmm. and you see, you know, it's a wire diet. Mm-hmm. And there were already yellow warnings associated with local HVAC filter sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're just one after the other in sequence turning red. Okay. So I'm going to, whatever the the apparent exit point from the HVAC system was, essentially if we're at the end of a path, wherever the start was, I'm going to start booking it for there. Okay. Um, it wow. seems to be taking a slightly different path. Okay. Um, well, and is, I'll, I'll try my best to react in real time. <laughs> and looks like it's, right, that's easy to do. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's kind of entered a main trunk and is moving pretty fast through that main trunk. Okay. okay. Um, are there any, is it just like one long, for that main trunk, is there any way to kind of uh, close off some paths from it? Or is it going to, is it trying to branch, is it going to be able have to branch off somewhere there else? There are eventually? emergency ceiling bulkheads for when the facility floods that will automatically shut down if if a flood is occurring. Yeah. Or okay. a fire or something uh, like that. And you can, can, I do you can ask Matrix. Ask Apex to shut those down. Uh, could I possibly get a manual control to do an operations to see if I could do that more quickly and and cut? And you're try not going to do it. it. You're not going to do it quicker quicker than um, Apex. But you okay. could tell Apex which ones to leave open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to do that to see if we can kite that towards um, SE in order to help for the better intercept. Yeah. Okay. Um, SE. Well, it seems to be seems to be headed towards. Um, hydroponics. That see the hydroponics um, hanger that's straight out from number four. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, the, it's, no, it's sorry. It's listed as number five. Yeah, the yeah trunk, so there's a, the trunk. Five. The trunk that is leading to hydroponics. Uh, these hydroponics. Okay. This particular one is uh, a little odd. It's actually um, a reverse arboretum or a reverse terrarium. Mm-hmm. So it's an underwater ar- arboretum. Um, okay. Terrestrial so, plant. So terrestrial parts, yeah. Yeah, it's a place where um, <clears throat> they can conduct some botanical stuff, but this is also where people who live underwater can come and have a little greenery. And is, is there a – so when I look at the map, those aren't connected. Is there any kind they're of connect, a, a – They're connected underground. Control. All of this stuff is connected. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna keep heading that way. Then I mean, I can okay. have a shootout so in the forest. You're yelling to Apex like, "There's big numbers yeah. that are painted on each door," and you're yelling, "Open 4B, close 4B, <laughs> open 4C," and you're just running through yeah. these. Mm-hmm. For you, yeah, I, um, I, got, I, I got the drone chasing them. Okay, um, you are actually ahead of Essie, probably yeah. a bulkhead or two. Um, you can also swim towards the exterior of the arboretum, which transparent uh it yeah, is 
it is open to the to the darkness because uh, sun is set and now you're getting this kind of um, eerie uh, bioluminescence as the is the transparent bulkheads leaving kind of a curtain of of glowing organisms mm-hmm. giving it a, a bit a little bit looks a little bit like uh, northern lights but much more proximal right okay. and the remote zips into this arboretum uh, and Essie comes in shortly after it. Uh, and I'm assuming you're armed and gun out. Yeah. I mean, point of order, do we like have something like air marshal rounds that are, or, or are all the bulkheads so solid that like, we don't have to worry at like standard issue. Handguns are probably not going to go through them. This, the transparent stuff, you might have a concern. You're carrying what's called, um, uh, a Marshall peacekeeper. It looks like a big fat, like dirty, hairy revolver, but the revolver is actually different kinds of so you can just smart gun like I need suppressive round, I need incendiary, I need a rubber bullet, um, or I need like frag. Uh, what do they call them? Fred, uh, frangible rounds mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like shatter on impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it's all it's all binary propellant, caseless. So you've got okay. lots of different options. Okay, Chopra, I- any ideas here as to as to what I should use on this thing? Uh, incendiary. <laughs> All right. What are the rest of you doing? Um, I'm trying to keep up. I guess I'm I'm just running down the corridors as well, trying to get into position. Um, well, actually, no. If it's heading to, I, I'm not going to be able to catch up before it goes to uh, hydroponics. So I guess I'm trying to get in a sub to head to hydroponics. You can get to. There's hallways to go to hydroponics. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Everything well, is running being, the hydro. Okay. Well, yeah, then I'll, I'll be running. And, yeah. I'm running. So there's this like. Yeah, multi-screen scene of each of you running from uh, at your own max speed down mm-hmm. hallways and tunnels, or swimming um, outside. Yeah, or swimming outside. You see the glowing um, bioluminescence, but you also see the glow from the light sources inside the arboretum glowing mm-hmm. out. So you you are struck as though you're looking at a human aquarium, mm-hmm. right? So instead of like fish in a tank, you're looking at humans in a tank, mm-hmm. which feels vindicating in some primordial way kind of um but you can actually see the shadow of him swimming through the bio mm-hmm. as you burst in usually in- which uh sorry this is a bit of a rewind but i i didn't really think about there being anybody in the arboretum like oh there's a, you come bursting in gun waving and happy couples walking along there's a couple kids playing soccer yeah, um, lockdown. Yeah, we we. Oh, well, <laughs> right. So no, you're right. There was a lockdown. Yeah, they were yeah. all gone. There yeah, was a lockdown right. ordered. Mm-hmm. So you saw a few like people rushing, either that were um, obliged to be out during a lockdown because they're auxiliary yeah. safety personnel, or they're still mm-hmm. getting the lockdown. Yeah, but Caleb's right. He called for a lockdown earlier, and they executed one. Yeah. Okay. Also, important question: since there is an arboretum, do they have birds? Because we're going to need some birds. Okay. This yes. This is this is. There's two. Uh, sorry, that was a, that was a yeah, nonsense. Question. You, you may not realize yeah. it yet. This is the uh, Earth terrestrial. Mm-hmm. So there's like uh-huh. oak trees and and uh, geraniums and <laughs> butterflies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Poseidon Arboretum is the next one over. Um, so you're actually here. So it, it strikes you both as perfect and totally incongruous when a golden retriever comes bounding around <laughs> from behind some trees. Uh, run. It seems like it's running towards you, um, but then you realize it's actually running at a, an angle, and it's starting to like you hear a deep throated growl 
as it runs into the bushes um, off to the to the the um, middle area of the arboretum, away from you. And you hear like, rawr, 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 dog dogfight kind of sound, and then a, <laughs> oh no. I want to repeat um, the incendiary recommendation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on that. <laughs> okay, so far enough into the bush that I that I lost visual on it. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, I mean the bush is thrashed around a little. Choke bark. Okay. There's a few, there's a yeah. few drones that are like pruning plants. There's like a lawn Roomba, and they're just mm-hmm. puttering along. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I'm just. I guess I'm going to uh, like I, I'm I'm just gonna try it. Um, Who is next in the in the train of people running towards the arboretum? Um, um, I was, but I, 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 so yeah, so I was you're gonna show up. You're gonna stumble into the yeah. to the space just just after you've kind of moved out into. The... Mm-hmm. So you see Essie, I don't know, twenty yards away, gun in hand, staring at the bushes. Okay. I will. I will circle. Opposite. Definitely in hunter. Definitely in hunter mode. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I. I. I take out my sidearm. Um, okay. And uh, point it at the uh, uh, bushes. Um, in Apex, can we get a reading of those bushes? What's in there? Uh, his his uh, Apex would be much calmer than I am. Yeah. Um, Max's chip is registering present. And she gives you an estimate of how far. Okay. Cool. Can you can, can oh, you cross link that with my smart link so that I can just aim <laughs> at the uh, chip? Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, uh, he makes targeting the child so much easier. I, I, I require I require authorization level four A. Please authorize. Uh, authorize. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then the the requisite. Uh, reticle comes up in your um, viewfinder, and uh, the gun tells you it's ready to shoot. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, hot shot. Your remote. Yep. Your remote is also in the arboretum, mm-hmm. um, which makes you know it makes a, a form a, a very valuable. Quick question. So, as a biomod, I have accelerated neurons. Yes. That gives you a reaction. So everyone gets an action in a round. You get two. Um, and you get to Love use it. it. As long as someone else acts in between your first action and that one as kind of a default timing mechanism, then you can uh-huh. take another action. Okay. That's great. Generally, uh-huh. some are somewhat slow. Um, and many of them opt to get accelerated neurons. So they're so. not yeah. quite so cumbersome. Right. Okay. I will follow. Okay. Yeah, Severance, you want to flush him? Yeah. Uh, that's a hit. Uh, error margin or uh, success. So I'm going to, well, let's see. You've got the smart gun, which is plus two, but you've right. got, you can't see it, so that's going to be minus four. Uh, so you're looking at a minus two. The range is probably another minus two. So, yeah, you're shooting it. Um, you can take a round to aim. We'll bring that down by minus two. We use what's called the rule of two. Mm-hmm. Any advantage is a plus two, any disadvantage is a minus two. Okay. And as long as you can give me advantages, you'll some pluses and if I can stack the disadvantages you'll get some minuses but that'll give you a total of plus two okay um all right so I got a f- I rolled a four and a seven so I guess I hit uh, okay you should well you fire through the brush yeah uh boom boom now you got a choice you can fire single shot or you can do semi-auto semi-auto will give you 
Increase uh, the damage rating. I will, yeah, do semi-auto. I mean, there's no reason not to, I guess. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll three dice. Right. Three, nine, three. So I guess. Three, nine, three. Okay, so that's two successes. Mm-hmm. And you do a, another major Mm-hmm. So he's now operating under two major wounds. So that's minus four. Okay. Um, you fire. The brush you know, explodes with bullet fire. The, the sound of the gunfire is pretty loud in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the birds flush in slow motion. <laughs> there um, we go. Uh, and scatter across the, the thing. And a butterfly like lands on the barrel of your gun unexpectedly. Um, <laughs> Essie, what are you doing? Like just behind him. Do we need to go? Do we want to go into well. combat rounds, or are you guys waiting to see what happens? Since I know I'm this twitchy, uh, I, I'm going to attempt to fire synchronized with. Oh, okay. Uh, so with the same thing? Okay. Yeah. Give me a shot. Okay. So let's see. Um, I have sniper at four. And I guess this you'll is get the, you'll get the same plus you'll get the same plus two that he had as it all washes out with okay. the smart gun assistance. Okay. So you can add so, that to your precision. Yep. <coughs> so that'll put me at seven and I'll roll my let's see, I've got a heavy pistol. Which I everything's that's a, yeah. and that's a eight for damage for okay. the heavy pistol. Uh, so they will all hit. One will be right on. Uh, okay, so that, a, that was the, the hit. Now, right, not to roll damage. Um, okay. I, I want to see how much damage you do. Okay. So that's another three. Yep, and this time the number of success matters. Okay. And your target um, is eight. They are Minus whatever the durability is. Yeah, two, six, and so one. What, two, six, and one. Uh-huh. Okay, so major wound. All right, um, you see blood splatter, and you see like a limb, a hand, like flop out of the brush of the bushes, mm-hmm. like someone has uh-huh. collapsed to the ground under a bush. So you see a little kid's arm, kind of like sticking out from the from the brush. There's blood splatter on it. Shall we make our psych checks or our psych checks now <laughs> for shooting a child? <laughs> Pretty much. You'll get two. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Mm-hmm. It's just a jello child. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You know, I've heard of jelly babies, but this is ridiculous. Oh, no. So, <laughs> what's next? Um, uh, I'm, I'm imagining if anyone else is chasing them, at this point, you come running in. Yeah. Yeah, we're just trailing by. Oh, you come oh. just in time for them to see shooting them into the brush. You hear the gun, yeah, brush, and uh, you might take a minute or two before you notice the hand sticking out of the leaves. Just looking that way. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with a bead on it, but approach. Yeah, okay. I'll stay at a distance and cover. And, 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 yeah, we'll keep covering. I, it, I, I'll get in closer with the with the uh, drone. Nice. Okay, the drone drone pushes in through the brush. Something's not right. Essie, you get closer. What do you do? Uh, like, did what, he sever what? his arm? Oh, fuck. And just leave the chip there? As you realize that there is an arm that, yeah. that has been uh-huh. shot off, yeah. um, 
the brush explodes oh. as something leaps, kind of using the trees above it as additional launch points mm-hmm. until it's clinging to the girders that support the ceiling. Can I can I have my reaction? Uh sure. <laughs> I'll, we're not I'll really, in, com- we're not really in combat rounds because you guys right. paused. So you can you can shoot. Your reaction yeah. would be if it was in combat round. Sure. sure. Okay, so we're just all <laughs> Yeah. So Okay, can... I'll, I'll light it up again. Yeah. Okay, so let's do let's do it just so you see how the doesn't work. Yeah. Everyone roll initiative, which is just uh five plus your um coordination stat and roll Would one down. Acrobatic apply? Um not for this, no. Because this is just raw speed. Okay. Okay. All right. So I succeed on a four. And then what matters is the difference between what you what your target was and what you made. So you had to roll a four and you and you got a two, then you made it by two. And this is so, one of the times that, yeah. that, that action value matters. So I'll just start counting down. Anybody make it by a I failed yeah. by one. So four. Okay, at four, the brush explodes and the figure like branch to branch shoots up to the ceiling and is now clinging to one of the girders supporting the transparent dome. Um, threes, twos, ones. Am zero, I there ones. yet? Yeah, you're yeah. there. Oh, well, I didn't roll. Oh, you just well, run, uh, You've just run in behind Ito. <coughs> yeah. And I'm outside. Should I so uh, you can if you want to. Um, you, oh, no, your remote's inside. So your remote is going to have initiative itself. So you should be rolling yes. Okay. Um, so two, three, two, one, zero. One. That's seven one. out of five. One. So <laughs> I don't know. What oh, so you've been minus two. Okay, one. So Essie. I'm still going to light it up. Yeah. And I rolled the same as Essie, so I'm going at the same time. All right, I got a seven. Okay, Essie, you start firing. Yeah, what is what is target right now? Has the, um, uh, it's out of point blank range. You can see it. It's dangling there. You're gonna get a plus two for the smart gun. Uh, no penalties because of other circumstances. So unless okay. you want to take a turn to aim um, and get an additional plus two. Nope, I'll just go against seven then, because uh, sniper is four and precise is one. So so that's yep a seven. Yep, so that's two successes. So roll 2d10 now for damage. Uh, 3d10. It's always 3d10. Okay, okay. Uh, and then the target is a four because of its durability minus from your uh, weapon damage. Sure. Of eight. Yeah. All right. Uh, no damage. <coughs> okay, so no, you blast that- away. Yeah, does um, a negative margin of five matter on damage? No, no. Okay. Uh, Ito, I think you were also firing? Yes. Uh, you are, are you firing on one as well? Uh, yes. So, yeah, because I roll the same exact as SE. So you so. fire at the same time? Yep. Uh, and with mine, is that damage control that I would be doing with for firing uh, the gun? or No, damage control is like trying to repair a sinking ship. ERT oh, number? Oh, okay. ERT member is probably what you've got utilized for that. Okay, so that's fine. 1d10, and uh, would I get any kind of coordination for Dexterous or Agile added dexterous. into that? Dexterous, okay, so that'll be for that, that'll be 5, and uh, this is just a regulation sidearm, so I assume I don't have any other thing other than... It's a smart uh, weapon, because they don't want you shooting people that shouldn't get shot. 
So you get a plus two. Plus two, okay. On that. Hi, Sarah. Seven, eight. Uh, I realized uh, I was wearing headphones, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hit? Uh, One such. One under seven. Uh, Yes, so I got a four under my seven. Okay, roll damage. Uh, your weapon only does six, uh, six uh, as a base, so you're rolling at damage two. So okay. Roll three dice. Okay. Uh, two, two, one. Now you could um, actually, you're are using semi-auto, so you would pump that up by two, so it'd be at four. A four. Okay, so I two, guess two, one. Auto. So you did a critical wound. Woo. Or uh, sorry, a, a mortal wound. Nice. Yay. Okay. Yay. Are great. I did something. Take that, right. jelly kid. So, um, poor, poor Officer Williams, <laughs> please help my son. We will, Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> so, several things happen at once. Uh, Hotshot, you need to give me a uh, what physique test, but because of your monstrous physique, you may would be the only one in the party with a resisting, and you can use the larger number for your physique. Okay. You are a whale. <laughs> but it's going to be at a minus six. Um, the others of you uh, see kind of maybe two things at once. Definitely what the the kid is up to. Um, he's no longer kid shaped anymore. Uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine like something more weasel like, mm-hmm. uh, but still with human features. Fingers are, you know, hands are humany. The face is kind of humany. Something that could still move through the vents, sprint across the arboretum, um, but you strangely can still recognize Max. So make psyche tests, as not only you realize that you were shooting at a kid, but also a kid, and also the impossibly large tongue that just kind of lolls out of its mouth <laughs> makes a big droopy, a big drooly lick across the interior surface of the transparent. Bulkhead. Uh, what's Hotshot, what do you, Hotshot, did you make the physique? Uh, I believe so. What did you roll? Oh, wait, was it, you said, what, was it a minus six? Yeah, but your physique is like a 12 or something because you're... Yeah. So it's five plus your physique, and then you roll under. Five plus your physique minus six. Oh, sorry, yeah. your physique's a ten. Your physique's a ten. So you, you're basically rolling at a nine. Yes, I did make it. Okay. Um, you suddenly feel what you have to assume is the effects of some kind of drug. <coughs> your your whales don't sleep like humans. You sleep with one half of your brain at a time, mm-hmm. uh, at least evolutionarily. Though some have begun to sleep differently in modern society. But it's how they stay, how they're able to keep at the surface and keep breathing and not drown while they sleep. Um, so you, it's a weird sensation that it's hard to explain, I guess, to a human, as both halves of your brain try to go out. Um, oh, hell no. And you, you're able to resist and shake it off, but it's impacting you enough that your cognition tests are going to be at a minus two for the, for the duration. Um, but something is definitely going on and you're hearing it's not the same kind of bubble uh, response from echolocation that you were getting earlier today, mm-hmm. but there is some weird sort of weird soft movement in your proximity approaching the 
the Arboretum from the outside. Those of you that inside see this thing clinging to the girder, <coughs> possibly large tongue licks the ceiling. Everybody make their psyche or anybody fail? I failed. I rolled a 10. I got a crit on my psyche. I got a one. So. Okay. And I made a three. Um, you are happy to shoot again. Uh, you're welcome to try and shoot again if you want to, or shoot this thing. Mm-hmm. Shoot for the first time in this space. Um, but you notice a couple of things happen. Um, the grip that the thing has seems to sort of fail and it falls back into the trees and the bushes and you can hear it crashing down through the brush. Severance kind of like turns away almost as if he's like heaving or just having like a really acute vertigo spell mm-hmm. um, and kind of puts his hands down his knees mm-hmm. as he realizes kind of what's going on and what he was just doing. Um, but then you see cracks start to spider web across the bulkhead from where this thing licked uh, because it looks like it has turned to dust where it licked and that dust is raining down into the air, catching sparkles in the light and it's becoming a weak spot in the pressure bearing bulkhead. Oh, and you can, hot shot, you can hear the kind of thunderous crack through echolocation mm. as it mm. echoes out through the water. Uh, am I close enough to grab anyone? <laughs> sure. Uh, who's closest? Uh, who can I get uh, to? First? Well, the one that seems to be paying the least attention. <laughs> Severance. Uh, yeah. I grab Severance and I ping everybody. Get out. Clear the book <laughs> now. <laughs> okay. No. Um, almost as if it's on cue, you the uh, flooding klaxon begins to alar- uh, begins to go off, and Apex's uber calm voice says to everybody, "Please." Um, it starts an evacuation and starts. Um, initiating flooding lockdown, ordering everybody to take refuge in secure, behind secure bulkheads. Um, clearly a drill that has been practiced uh, frequently at, on the facility. Mm-hmm. So you all beat feet towards the uh, slowly closing bulkhead door. One thing, mm-hmm. if I was still standing like nearby it, if I don't have to veer too much off the path, I am going to grab the hand. Okay, you grab the hand. <laughs> it's a child's arm. That's been blown off uh, violently. Um, yep. How about that? Make a psyche test for me. Just yeah, again, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? <coughs> well, you are, you're an ER, you're an EMT. You picked up. <laughs> yeah, but I could also crit fail it. Oh, you can't you can't do it. You pick it up and it just freaks you out when you touch it because it doesn't feel. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's bones in it. It feels almost like an octopus tentacle. You pick it up, you begin to run, and then when it when it goes slack and limp in your hand, you just you just drop it. Okay. And, and you run. And um, attempt was made. I need a physique test from everybody to make it towards the door. Um, I'm going to say you get a plus two, Caleb, because you are – oh, no, you're towing along a somewhat um, unresponsive <laughs> friend, so you're going to get a minus two. Um, Ito, you were closest to the door still. Uh, you'll get a plus two. Everyone else just straight up. Okay. Uh okay. So I make mine. As do I. Okay. But I'm of course failed the psyche test, so I mean you could also override uh Apex and tell her to leave it open. But, uh, <laughs> oh, no, wait, I just can't play. No, it's my first mission, I'm not gonna Taylor, do did you make it? Uh this is Dr. for your minus two f- uh, um physique as you sprint towards the Closing bulkhead door, dragging Severance along with you. Okay. 
Hey Jeff, it's actually yeah. impossible for me to fail that. I think because because okay, you're a brute, powerful. Yeah. yeah. Well, you make it. Put me at twelve base. So like, can no I can I give myself a negative two penalty to come alongside and put an arm under Severance? Sure. And help. I, I made along? it. I made okay. it anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wanted absolutely. my cinematics, Caleb. Yeah, yeah you got it. Awesome. No, yeah. It looks, like they're not, it looks like they're not going to make it. And then you okay. come like thundering into frame and just grab them both by the uniform and drag them. Scruff. <laughs> just as the door closes. We do a barrel um, roll. All right. And the water, the panel collapses even before you make the door and water just starts. Can you imagine the pressure that that would come down in? It's like a perfectly square vertical column of high pressure water that hits the ground underneath and it starts shaking the ground. The building um, starts to vibrate and begins like sympathetic cracks and begins uh -huh. to fail just as the door closes. And then it, the whole thing collapses. Uh, hot shot, give me a, um, a coordination test or you're going to get sucked into the whirlpool and drawn into the giant bubble that gets left behind and possibly injured. All right. I guess it's just, uh, yeah, it's just a, uh, just a straight up roll. This is my, uh, it says coordination is zero. Yep. Yeah. So you get plus five. So you're rolling at a, actually your coordination's a, minus one. I think. Yeah. It is for this kind of thing. It's a minus 12 if you're trying to manipulate. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. So you're, roll, you're rolling at a four. I did not. Okay. So there's this dramatic moment when the bubble inverts and all of the water sucks in Surrounding water collapses into the to the um, arboretum, and uh, everything kind of turns white, and then the lights go out. Uh, give me a physique test. Actually, no, I'm just going to roll damage. That makes more sense. Oof, you are very lucky. I rolled two nines and an eight. <laughs> so somehow you managed to absorb to avoid all of the jagged <laughs> and broken panels that are collapsing in uh, in this implosion. Uh, and then there's this triumphant moment where everyone in the audience thinks that you have died in the collapse <laughs> and you suddenly come swimming out of the giant foamy bubble in a big spiral into the Northern Lights style bioluminescence that is also kind of shuddered. Uh, and, and then we do a smash cut and you are all standing in Administrator Anderson's office. Um, some of you are soaked in salt water and got blood splatter on you. Mm -hmm. um, you all look shell-shocked and a little horrified, and his mouth is wide open. And in a big hologram, there's like all these footage, all this um, uh, apex security footage of exactly what happened, showing you shooting kids. Um, hey, not kids, shooting, a, kid. Shooting, a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, shooting well, well, a kid, well, yeah, yeah. and the kid transforming into this like weasel Pokemon. shape and, okay, and good. Licking, licking the wall down. and. Yeah. It's all inexplicable. Yeah. Uh, and he's just looking at you, waiting for an explanation. First he's not demanding one. He's not angry. He's just gobsmacked. Job's, job's done. <laughs> we'll be... Yeah. Um, Check for the invoice in may, the mail. Um, um, we have to deal with alien infiltrators now, it looks like. We charge double for changelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, that's my guess. He looks from each of you as your as your like dark your gallows humor style comments like yeah. only further confuse him. Um, I mean, because you can't be an EMT without. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but he doesn't get it. And, and he keeps asking, but where's Max? You asked us to rescue 11 people. We rescued 10 people. I don't know what else to tell you. That's the job sometimes. There was an 11th thing that came back, but it wasn't actually a people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might want to analyze those samples that we did take. Because Dr. Chopra did take one sample before it fled. So, Okay, mm-hmm. the camera pans back as you guys are talking with him. Yeah. Um, and then kind of out of the room. Mm-hmm. And as just before it leaves the room, you you sort of turn slow motion towards the door mm-hmm. and then it pans up through the bulkhead out into the water, you know, fish things swim by <laughs> out in the air. And then you see your aircraft taking off mm-hmm. and then the credits start to roll as you like fly into the sunrise. <laughs> um, and then there's a post credit scene where <laughs> you guys are sitting in a debriefing room back at uh, patrol headquarters. You're not even at ERT headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's mostly instrumental music over it, but then there's this kind of echoey voice that says, you know, you saw nothing, you know, nothing. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, classified, um, you know, you're, you're, the classification you were given at the start of this mission has been revoked and um, classified expectations regarding everything. Um, and then again, you guys get up and go like out into the hangar back into your aircraft and, and sort of prepped back to normal life. Um, (laughs) And then, and then the, 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 as the music swells and and the final post credit rolls, there's like leaked Comcore footage from the scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's not, it's better than cryptid footage, but it causes a huge stir um, and a lot of political fallout for the GEO and downhome station as People in clear ERT uniforms uh, are seen like shooting at a kid um, and it's just becomes a, a really bad period for um, down home station and the propaganda machine that drives it. Oops. <laughs> well, yeah. Yep. And that's where the wild things are. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, you've been playing a lot of among us. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't played any actually. <laughs> oh god we need to get you on that no. <laughs> I, yeah i think we played enough for today <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is an old game this is yeah this game was first run probably back in the 90s in an earlier form in fact if you couldn't guess it began as a um a uh, cthulhu now scenario oh, okay yeah um, back in back in the day when i was still mm-hmm. working with pagan i'd started working on a Mm-hmm. on a new game, a new version of Cthulhu Now, which was called The End Times, which took place on a Mars colony. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. okay. And we, the project never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. Initial playtest scenario for that. And then when I did Blue Planet, I loved the scenario, and so I just adapted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Max is sus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max is sus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, especially once we once Max got back, <laughs> that was the right. yeah. creepy little bastard uh, going through the vents. That's oof. you don't want that. Yeah, I like I like how it feels like some sort of espionage, mm-hmm. sort of political intrigue thing until it doesn't. 
Yeah. And that, yeah. Change, yeah. that change is pretty abrupt. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That shift was really good. Uh, I did like yeah, that because yeah. I made the assumptions like, right, which factions are going in? And it's like, oh, monster. Yep. Big monster. Yep. You guys asked fantastic questions and you executed on investigating. Yeah. Uh, and it was great because you investigated a lot of them to their like logical. T- yeah. Which is what you do in an investigation. It was exactly. good. You did a really good job. Yep. 